listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. This here's a tale for all the fellas, trying to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get females, get jealous. Okay, smarty, go to a party. Girls are scantily clad and showing body. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tales Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. A Walking Dead Wednesday. Woo! Recap that everybody's been looking forward to all week. No, non-stop. Just everybody hit me on Twitter. Like, <laughs> when is the, when is the fucking recap? Like it changes or something. Yeah, but, we're going to change the day up on you. Right. But we, uh, you know, as always, we're going to do it, guys. Okay. We, we, we decided that we're going to go ahead and, keep doing recaps of the show i know it's amazing to me too um <laughs> but uh in addition to that um uh, it is also a very special day because we have a first time guest on the podcast mm-hmm. uh, a person that i feel like everybody kind of knows vicariously uh through uh the podcasting exploits of of, of nina uh from podcast fandom and project fandom.com uh it's it's her husband donald what's going on donald hey what's up uh now does now does anybody else call you donnie but nina or does everybody call you donnie nina's the only one okay that's what i thought it felt like one of those things <laughs> uh well uh first of all man thank you for coming on the show man yes no thanks for having me is this your first year like podcasting yes i'm a rookie yes. how, how are you uh how are you enjoying it i i'm i'm getting used to it I, now that we're doing uh two two a week now sometimes three i'm getting i'm getting the hang of it i was a little weird at the beginning were you nervous at first oh definitely my first podcast i don't know if you guys remember but the first podcast i ever did was uh for 50 shades of gray <laughs> <laughs> what one to come in on yeah yeah karen's been calling you uh the rookie of the year around here man yes i love you you've been so much fun because nina and john will be talking and they'll be doing their thing then all of a sudden at the cheap seats here you come and i'm like oh so, so i just have a good time listening to you sweetie yeah i, I thought it i thought your name was god damn it donnie um, <laughs> right for most of the year i didn't realize it was just donnie until recently so no that's that's on the marriage certificate only oh okay <laughs> um and uh also man like uh you know you you you've like kind of i don't know like you're the husband to somebody that's very vocal she's on facebook she's very busy yes she is she's very outgoing are you the same way or are you like I'm is it complete, obviously okay. it's the opposites attract i'm completely i've always been a very quiet person that's why podcasting I like to do the podcasting because it's kind of opening me up to not be that quiet person. Um, but I've always been a quiet person and Nina's always been that one that just kind of handles the shit. And <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, it's a good dynamic, man. And like I always, uh, you know, knowing Nina through Facebook and Twitter and stuff for so long, um, like I think I knew her for, you know, quote unquote for a long time but i didn't even know who her husband was on facebook or anything i don't even remember what made me friend you or what made you friend me (laughs) but it just felt like i already knew you through the status updates you know that's yeah that's cool although most of the status updates about you are like this motherfucker donnie 
did this today you know what i'm saying like oh well, put- technically there's a book out there about me so <laughs> <laughs> and and i know like when nina talks about you for a while i thought it was always tall tales because you know how somebody talks about their mate but you don't really know or hear their mate so you know is it is it true that you know she like does all the stuff and you like do a lot of like the cooking and things like that around the house or is she making that up no that's true i do i do all the uh the the cooking and cleaning and but nina you got it nina under nina's will work like literally with running the website doing a uh, a part-time job teaching the kids nina works like 18 hours a day doing all that stuff oh i believe it's very little sleep doing it so i i don't mind doing i i do i go to school and i i also work full-time but i have a lot of free time on my hands so it doesn't bother me well, I, I mean, you know, obviously, I, I, we have kind of a same arrangement here with uh, me doing a lot oh. of stuff around the house as well. So he a house husband? Yeah, you, yeah, husband's in the house. You in the house too? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of like it though. Like, I like the. I think it's kind of liberating. You know, not to always have to be. You know, uh, coming like not to always feel like I'm the one that has to put in all the work and shit. You know what I mean? And then also. I don't mind some of the household chores, man. They kind of fun, depending on which ones they are, you know? Like cooking. Like, I like cooking and then looking at my wife's face when she eats my food. Like, yeah, I did that shit, didn't I, girl? Yeah, you know? the, 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 getting that satisfaction from somebody, is, it's, it's it's everything, so. Yeah, man. It's underrated, man. Um, Now, I know we don't have you for too long, so I'm going to go ahead and get into this stuff. But uh, I do need to know, how did you and Nina meet? This is a funny story. All right, so I was her boss at Blockbuster Video. Not Blockbusters. You know, I still got a Blockbuster card in my wallet. I don't know why I don't throw that bitch away. You but probably anyway. still got a late fee. <laughs> I probably do. <laughs> oh my god, what the Blockbuster? Like just like that dates you just by saying it, right? Yeah, I mean we've been. I mean we've been together since the nineties, but. Uh, we met in 1999, and I was her boss at Blockbuster Video. And she used to like page you from her car phone that was really ah! big. <laughs> <laughs> it was 25 cents a minute, and uh, you know, uh, every once in a while you stop by a pay phone. Um, yeah, that's so. What is Nina like as an employee? Was she working 18 hour days back then too? No, she was. It, well, I mean, well, no, she was. She was part time, but at the time she. Um, she was working another job so it was just a she was working a full-time job and then she was working blockbuster video for extra money ah and who hired at who who hollered at who first man she hired hollered at me hey you know what ain't nothing wrong with that man that's how that's how i ended up getting married too (laughs) so ladies if uh if you're out there and you're trying to look for a man the key is to find me and donnie 10 years ago uh 20 (laughs) years ago there you go just uh <laughs> we just you, we were just waiting did you ignore him and go play basketball like roger did me <laughs> yeah uh did you uh go out on did you say yes immediately or did you play hard to get donnie well nina, nina will always make fun of me because she said the first time she asked me out we went on a date but i brought my little brother with me smart yeah ah. you got so you gotta let him know donnie that you're not just in this for so she can get the draws you see what i'm saying like <laughs> you gotta you gotta let these ladies know like you got to work for it i'm not i'm not just some fast young man okay you're just not gonna come get in my pants 
without uh, a little romance okay you're gonna have to spend some time to get to get with this man i like that move i used to take my little brother with me down karen's house <laughs> I, i'm not joking that's serious that, that used to happen <laughs> uh, little brother used to come with me so i'll be mad too yeah he didn't want to be there and i didn't want him there but you know what it was better so that karen would know that she had to respect me to get some time with me <laughs> you know <laughs> you gotta you gotta tell make sure you instill that in your children too man tell your son like don't just go out there you know letting it, letting these girls get it cheap you know exactly taking on a couple dates you know get me something to eat uh and my little brother something to eat apparently too <laughs> <laughs> uh, well uh that first of all that is a wonderful story man and uh how did how did she end up quitting the job at uh best buy or uh, uh blockbuster or did you fire her well she she was actually forced to either one of us had to leave because we they um, my boss found out that we were dating oh you can't both what they Not enforced it superior so yeah a lot of companies have that policy most people don't abide by it but a lot of companies have that policy yeah to eliminate favoritism and that, things like but that's that. what i'm saying i've never been somewhere where they enforced it like it's always like oh that manager's fucking that waitress but that's just a thing that happened you know i didn't know that you actually could lose a job behind that man. oh yeah. yes you can yeah. mm-hmm. so who had to leave you or nina nina did because oh. i was full-time i mean i was the manager full-time she's only part-time so she Damn. left yeah what's that speech like like does another manager tell you this or yeah it wasn't another manager came to me and told me um and then it yeah at that point it wasn't a big issue Oh, and we okay. ended up we ended up moving in together like six months after we started dating so oh. we've been together for a long time oh man that's like uh lamar and chloe man like love at first sight just moving right in fast paced i don't i don't blame you man well you know what it is man guys like us when we see a good thing you know what i'm saying you just get right in there before they realize they fucking up dog you know what i'm saying <laughs> you gotta catch them while the, while the price is low that's what everybody that's what i'm trying to tell these people man you out there waiting for i'll keep hearing all these people giving dating advice is always like wait till she's 35 40 years old and she got some things no get them cheap get them while they broke <laughs> and, and and donnie uh with you being an interracial couple was uh nina approaching you was that weird was that strange had any black women ever approached you before no she was the first and it definitely was strange um yeah i mean it was it but i didn't look at it as any other thing but it was just odd um was it odd that (laughs) was it odd that someone was approaching you or just odd because she did it like a black way like white people do it a different way no she didn't no it wasn't it wasn't a certain way or anything like that it was just more of a black person coming mm. in and approaching me i think more than anything yeah I, uh karen holiday being the black way so <laughs> that's how I, I knew something was up she was like what it be i was like what is this shit oh lord like, speak english please Mm-mm. i did uh give him tickets to me him our first date was baba shop mama number two no it was beauty, it was beauty shop two it was beauty shop two was our first date and, yeah, I don't uh, remember. Yeah, we it's went, not. It's not a our movie. First date was uh, around Halloween, so we saw scary. It might have been one of the Scream movies, like oh. Scream Two or something, but I can't remember. Well, if it was Scream One, that's not a bad date. But uh, Scream Two, I feel sorry for you, man. And she stuck with you anyway. That's good. Um, but yeah, man, that um, our first date was at uh, Beauty Shop Two, which was a play. Mm-hmm. And uh, pre Tyler Perry. Yeah, it was. Uh, 
it was okay it wasn't very good but i enjoyed myself um anyway man let's get into this guys of course you can find donald over at uh facebook he's donald bow b-a-u uh you can find him um at projectfandom.com you can email him he gave us his email address donald at projectfandom.com so if y'all want to personally hear him up and be like i enjoyed you uh because he don't know his twitter account and you can- I, I don't i, I don't really <laughs> listen to that <laughs> it was like i don't i don't even know how to use twitter so. um and then you can also um listen to him uh where they review like flash i mean v flash and random other shows uh uh walking dead you know i'll just listen to that one today so um you know just go out there and check them out man because uh it's funny just to hear nina try to figure out what the hell he's doing in the other room you know yes that's that's an adventure in itself and i have a question when y'all get married you know because nina is like beyonce she was like fuck it i'm not changing my name so did y'all have that conversation and she was like look i'm already established i'm not changing my name no, I mean she. She. I mean we talked about it, but her name is hyphenated. She just doesn't go by her marriage name in public. Mm. Um, but legally, her her name is hyphenated, and I had no problem her keeping both last names. Did anybody give you a problem about it? Right. No, not at all. Yeah, I feel like that's one of those things where dudes talk big shit, but they they understand. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like if you get guys like uh I, who was it? It was uh someone recently that got married, and the guy was like. I want to take my wife's last name and then people are all you know like oh man see i will come up and lay it down on a woman like nah you ain't about to and then it's like oh would you you know when you're at the point where you're gonna i don't know marry someone for the rest of your life right would you kind of not think it was the biggest deal like you already know if that's a deal breaker before you fucking get married it's not right. like it's not like she's getting ready to put the ring on right after you say i do and then she's like aha it's my last name on the certificate you know what i mean <laughs> but anyway <laughs> uh all right so uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme mm-hmm. at today's podcast the blackout tips that you can find on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews we read them on the show if we like them um today's podcast is double sponsored uh it is firstly sponsored by shadow dog productions it's halloween time and not only does this mark the beginning of the junk food holidays it's an it's also an opportunity for you to get the crap scared out of you by creepy audio plays they've got scary audio a scary audio play album called all your nightmares ready for you on itunes check it out all your nightmares on itunes you can search itunes for jenna simon j-e-n-n-a or john faust f-o-u-t-z and it's and if you really want to pick them up leave them a five-star review on itunes uh and then it's also uh double sponsored as i said it's also brought to you by bevel mm-hmm that's right this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right man let's do this let's do it uh this is episode uh three of season six of the walking dead uh it's called thank you um which is a very ironic name you know in hindsight you never know 
where they're gonna get the name of the show from until after you start watching it but um yeah it's called uh it's called thank you and uh oh actually let me play the theme song uh where's my where's my theme song music for this shit do 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 okay why can't i find the theme song on here anymore uh, you're gonna be your whole background <laughs> right i'm gonna have to search for this shit uh all right i'll look it up myself let's just do it like oh, this theme from the walking dead did they uh, change the name or some shit like it should have been i don't know there you go. how about this oh that's what is no, that no that's like the remix no acoustic no uh what is this one walking dead mt there we go Oh man, I just saw the theme right where I saved it. Oh, <laughs> right where I saved it. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I forgot that it was in there so well. <laughs> episode three of The Walking Dead season six. Thank you. Um, where, uh, we find out what happened to the original half of the crew that we saw in episode one. Uh, and their plan that they had to pull off um, on the fly when a truck fell into a quarry unleashing a horde of zombie walkers um so we basically find out uh what's going on with rick uh michonne glenn um nick all those guys heath um because we've been wondering where were they why didn't they all make it back to alexandria yet and we knew some shit must have happened and shit did go down guys mm-hmm. so um we'll start with uh as always our overall impressions of the episode if you liked it if you didn't like it and whatnot karen uh what'd you think about uh thank you i loved it loved it she mm-hmm. says i always love it um except for that one time that you just liked it <laughs> uh <laughs> and then donald uh what'd you think man no, I really liked it. I, what, I don't think it was as good as last week's, but I, I really liked it. Last week was really fucking good, though. Like, mm-hmm. look, like I would say last week is a top five episode of all time. What, what do you think, man? Is it up there for you or not? Nah? I would say it was top five. And, it, and like I said on our podcast, just the interesting thing was that there was no zombies. It was all humans. Yeah, nice. man. Yeah. Carol went the fuck off. The, the only walker we saw was driving a truck you know what i mean like shit just got (laughs) so real ninja carol will forever live in my heart man that was an amazing episode uh i also love this episode um it was cool because i did want to see what happened with the group because i i was like they got they got to figure something out to say why they didn't make it back and uh this is a good this is a good this is pretty good like i didn't like I, I was nervous that it was gonna be like another attack of the wolves from like another you know party or something but um just you know when shit goes wrong shit goes wrong you know in this show and that actually is just enough explanation a lot of the times where you're just like oh i know what happened everything went to hell mm-hmm. um all right man so we can go in here and do a scene by scene and uh break this bad boy down um we start with a close-up of glenn's face 
actually we start with a pitch black but we can hear them running and breathing because they're running through the woods and then it's a close-up of glenn's face and rick is talking and he's talking on his walkie-talkie uh to tobin who is not answering on the walkie-talkie um and he said uh tobin is not stopping light it up you hear me and he didn't get an answer and i don't know what happened to tobin by the way because we never get an answer so i don't know if I'm tobin's assuming, alive or dead i'm assuming he's dead you think he's dead mm-hmm. all right and who is tobin tobin yeah, is, I was say it's the same thing. <laughs> tobin is a white dude with a bald head who uh uh he's not the asshole he's not carter the guy who was hating last week okay but tobin is the white dude that was in the meeting room with carter okay uh tall kind of balding always wears a flannel coat i mean jack uh it's, it's, one of those like almost like those shirts that lesbians wear it's, he wears one of those <laughs> is that the one he, he was like this wasn't my idea right he's the okay. one that it wasn't his idea he helped build the, the fences uh of the wall like anyway uh he's not a major character but he's had a, he's had speaking lines for like i don't know eight episodes or so who knows we might they might circle back to him who knows yeah if he's dead they're gonna have to like show it you know <laughs> they're gonna have to definitely go back uh anyway um then he informs uh daryl sasha and abe who are all leading the herd of walkers away from alexandria um that uh half of the herd broke off behind them because remember i was like they'll have no idea that that happened because the herd's so big that they're driving in the front of it they don't know what the fuck's going on in the back Mm -mm. so once he tells them that um there you know daryl feels like you know maybe i need to go back you know and help out um now the meantime rick is running the entire fucking time he's talking on his walkie-talkie in cowboy boots this man is in amazing shape and i think we really need to recognize that 440 he be he be getting it yeah like i don't know if rick does like pilates when the camera's not on like every scene that we don't have with rick in it if he's just somewhere doing sit-ups and fucking uh <laughs> he gotta be in shape because i'm like well, nina even asked me she's like do you think he works out i'm like yeah, of course he works out if you got i'm sure that scene took a few takes he had to run down that fucking road. yeah oh you yeah andrew lincoln he gotta be working out because like just watching him i was out of breath right like he's just and the thing is he's running cowboy boots which is like fucking running in snow you know what i mean like and he's just running in these cowboy boots and he's talking on on the thing like you know daryl listen we got to do such and such i'm like dude take a breath like lean up against the tree it's cool okay take five everybody Mm -hmm. can we can slow down until you get off the phone and rick's like keep running not till we get this touchdown yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) coach rick um so uh yeah but yeah i noticed he was in in, in great shape I, I, I don't think he stopped moving to the end of the episode i don't think that you know i think they doused him with water it was like just run uh as they're running from the the walkers the camera cuts to nick who's in the middle of the group nick you guys will know as the coward who got uh noah killed mm-hmm. and it slows down on him like he's going through something emotionally uh i called it his coward sense was tingling like okay. he could he could feel it like a ptsd like he been traumatized yeah you know i think it's just like a panic attack because he's a coward 
you okay know. he's a yes, coward man yes. we like i guess we've never really got to be in the mind of a coward in the moment right on this show before but no, it was, we haven't he was acting real cowardly man like that's that's probably how like dwight howard feels every time he goes to the free throw line just like oh god everything's moving slow i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna miss this shit again i'm gonna lose the game that's how i felt um so uh alec the alexandrians all started complaining uh and one dude was like the complainingist i don't know what his name was uh i'm just gonna call him complaining dude yeah yeah where did these guys come from they just showed up out of nowhere you got this guy with the hat and then this other guy and it's like they just showed up out of nowhere and yeah at at this point i just wish they would just kill all the alexandria people (laughs) yeah that like it feels like they specifically made these people to kill for us in the audience you know what i mean like i remember when they showed the cast at the very first episode and i said to i said on the show i was like there's gonna be a culling there's just too fucking many people like the the show is about you know eight to twelve people that we care about everybody else gotta die we don't i don't give a fuck about them people nobody does <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the people the people was with them at the rock quarry but a lot of was like in the background so most people was like who the fuck are you yeah that's what i'm saying i noticed all those people and i was just like dead 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 you know like unless you had a speaking part that wasn't complaining you're gonna die ah like if y'all it, it, the worst part about this is everybody's like oh rick's turning into the governor it's like these people are making them turn into the governor because they're freaking idiots yeah these people are way worse than like the governor was domineering people who were capable these people are yeah. just like fucking inept at everything you know but yeah he um the the thing i did like though is that um it feels like i'm psychic when i watch the show now because every time i think yeah i wish that motherfucker would die they die <laughs> it's amazing man they say something i don't like and i wish they would die and then five minutes later a zombie is munching they fucking throat and i'm like you know what i'm i'll allow it just because i didn't like them um anyway complaining ass dude was like uh <laughs> he's just like you know it's his fault right he's he's uh, got us out here leading these herd of zombies and and now we're gonna die and michonne basically was you know came up to him like get your shit together and stop blaming rick for everything and i was looking at that dude that should be her thing get your shit together i love michonne this episode but I, that was my thing though is that dude's shirt way too clean way too clean you don't get to be complaining with a clean ass shirt he wasn't even sweating through his oh, shirt with a clean shirt he had double layers on oh lord he's not, not even layers? sweating through his t-shirt sorry buddy you're not putting in enough work to have an opinion just get the <laughs> fucking running <laughs> god i hate that we're man. here to protect you and you're complaining yeah it's like when it's like you know what that guy is the guy that when you need somebody when you need people to help you move he comes over but then he grabs like a lampshade uh, ah, grab a book yeah like a, a a box of toiletries you know what i mean we like man can you grab the other end of this couch he's like i'm gonna get these pillows i'll be right back somebody need to carry the couch pillows ah. to the truck too um so yeah that dude um was complaining and michelle basically said um shut the fuck up and get in line and um they and there's you know there's other guys complaining too there's a guy with a hat named sturgis that was talking shit um and so um <laughs> they get up to a hill where they can like rest a little bit and they figure that they're like 10 to 20 minutes ahead of the zombies and rick pulls uh he tells all of them to get back he's gonna go get the rv 
that they left uh at that partition mm-hmm. and he's gonna circle around in front of the zombies and lead them away again okay that's why he went to go get the rv i missed that the first time we watched it i thought he was like getting the rv to come back and get everybody or something right he was just getting that shit to continue the plan ah okay yeah he was gonna meet daryl and them so he goes to do that um and then oh he says he's gonna go do that but first he pulls glenn and michonne to the side and he says um hey get everybody back be safe uh save who you can and and michonne's like yeah of course we're gonna try to save everybody we'll get them all back he says yeah um the thing about that is they aren't all gonna make it right because rick okay rick has been through this the dude that he wanted to shoot so bad his dick was hard he was like you know what not gonna shoot this dude because i know you're incompetent you know you're incompetent you're gonna die he was telling them because he had already prepared himself he was like no matter what you say or how you try to prepare them if they don't want to be prepared they're gonna die and there's nothing you can do about it i love rick's new attitude now i don't know how you guys feel about it i know it's a very pragmatic attitude which is i'm gonna stop wasting bullets on cowards i just feel like they're gonna die anyway so i'm not even i'm saving my speeches (laughs) right like it's just a waste of my breath you're a dead man if you don't want to do what the fuck i say um donald what you think about it man no it's the same thing like it just he's seen shit and that, that's where i get frustrated is alexandria's don't they just think that life is all right that they've been behind these walls and they've been lucky that they haven't had to deal with shit and rick's seen it all yeah. he's just had the worst luck in the world yeah rick you know what it is it's like the alexandrians to me have like white privilege you know what i'm saying like they don't know because they don't know like i like part of me is mad at them for not knowing but i'm only mad because i've seen five seasons of what rick's crew has gone through so i so like they've been in the shit you know what i'm saying like they have seen the worst of humanity the worst that they have to offer the people in alexandria have no idea how bad shit is and it's actually hard for them to imagine right you know what i mean like like it, it well we'll get to it later but like they're they're stories that rick and those guys haven't even told them because they're just like you you wouldn't fucking you like you you wouldn't, you wouldn't even relate to this concept you know what i mean like even like it was so bad remember when they first came to alexandria and they had to do the interviews mm-hmm. on camera even if they would if they would have told them the entire truth they wouldn't have got in right i guess you wouldn't have let that's how in. much shit they've had to do and it's not like they're bad people we you know we've watched this group grow but but to alexandrians they would appear to be bad people it's like well why the fuck did you bite a nigga's throat out you didn't have to you couldn't have talked to him it's like it wasn't talking time man like like it was like you had to be there for some of this shit they was gonna eat us you know what i mean like so um like we dealt with cannibals what have you dealt with running out of uh pasta noodles it ain't the same dog yeah i feel like he's not it's no longer a rick tatorship it's more like rick, rick knowledge <laughs> rick knowledge yeah, yeah yeah it's more like it's it's like um the last two years of president obama's uh candidacy like right. he's like lame duck rick right now he's just like you know what i don't give a fuck i don't care what the polls say i don't like i don't like i'm not even gonna make you do like what i i know what's in your best interest i will i'm not even bothering to tell all of y'all sometimes all i'm gonna do is tell you what to do 
you don't want to listen to me cool the ones who listen will live and the rest of y'all will die it's cool don't don't worry about it um so i like this new rick uh karen did you say if you like new rick or not oh yeah i i i like new rick because rick has came to the conclusion that he got shit to do and he's gonna only deal with people that want to be saved and only only deal with people that want to be trained and if you're gonna fight against him he's like fuck it i'm not fighting against you no more right and the thing is i think the show makes us feel like the alexandrians in general are inept but that's not really true there's some survivors among them Mm -hmm. and those are the people rick fucks with everybody else is just like oh you're gonna die you know the guys who's in the back like it's hot i don't think (laughs) can we just like rest for a second i got a blister yeah rick's like don't die because of him okay if he's like if he if when he falls and breaks his ankle let's just let him lay okay right we gonna die it's gonna be for somebody that we need right like like i mean aaron on on the um alexandria side i think aaron's a a really good survivor and i think he'll do really well heath i think just needs to just see more yeah because heath is just one of those stupid idiots that yeah i've been out here i've been running i I know what to do it's like no you don't yo yo heath is like when white people say um well you know what i grew up poor too and you're just like uh not the same as being black but i, yeah. I understand you come yeah. from the rough side cool. of tracks cool. right you know i get it but you know no, you'll you'll see wait let's wait till the cops come around you'll see what they do to me um so but but i like uh i feel like Heath has potential aaron has potential um i, I, I think with aaron doing a lot of those runs yeah i yeah. think for him he's had more interaction with people even that dude scott right scott got potential like they got people they got potential just not everybody um all right so anyway you pull glenn and michelle to the side to tell them that basically like oh some of these motherfuckers gonna die and um, i just don't want to be y'all yeah michelle was like well we're gonna save everybody it'll be you know be okay rick's like okay Um, if you say so anyway i got to get the running this 4k real quick (laughs) and uh, he just fucking takes off in his cowboy boots (laughs) he gets the gun first and takes off yeah uh yeah oh wait you're right he doesn't take off um the complaining ass dude gets bit by a zombie yeah yes he does and he he's already laying on the ground with the zombie basically like hugging him and biting his neck like he's giving him a hickey or something (laughs) Uh, how do y'all think he died like how do you think that zombie got him he had to been going he had to been going to the bathroom that's what i was thinking yeah there was no way he was they were all together and then all of a sudden this guy is out 20 yards or wherever he was that nobody saw a zombie walk up on him and he's yelling yeah yeah what i think happened is that uh he was so scared when they were running he shit in his pants and then he went to go empty the shit out of his pants because he had to do that in private so people would know how scared he was it smells like shit everywhere out there and then that's how the zombie got him (laughs) so that's my guess anyway either either that or he had a fear boner and he was just trying to bang it out real quick uh, either way in the, middle, in the middle of that white people are weird karen you never know what they what they're into Might i'm be. not that weird i don't know <laughs> that's what they, you know what that's what the weird ones say donnie there's no way to there's no way to know uh <laughs> but i had to take your word for it um so anyway he got killed which you know my psychic powers were working because that's when i was like i wish that motherfucker would die he did i was like good bye uh <laughs> um 
so uh yeah he probably got bit trying to hug a zombie or something i don't know just trying to trying to pet it uh i I also uh on rewatch i saw heath was eavesdropping on the conversation between michonne rick and glenn Uh uh-huh yeah that's why he responded like he did later on which we're going to yeah yeah. so um yeah because he could hear them he was in hearing distance yeah he was standing behind a tree on the other side so they couldn't see him uh rick took the gear off of that hater and kept it for himself Mm -hmm. you know i thought he was gonna take it off and then be like here guys here's a gun and a knife good luck he was like i'll take an extra gun and a knife bye right he was like you ain't gonna go which what you gonna do miss mr zombie no thank you so then he takes off in his cowboy boots running through the woods um there's a guy with a hat named sturgis uh really distinctive hat and uh big old floppy hat he was doing a lot of worrying uh you know like what are we gonna do guys oh no we're gonna die and michonne was like you know ignoring him because now michonne was the de facto leader of the group right and i enjoyed this about this episode a lot like michonne as a a leader is so good and we've really not got to see her be the leader of anything yet you know when we were introduced to her she was kind of saving andrea and andrea was being a real dick the whole time that they were friends and even when michonne was like fighting the governor andrea wasn't listening to her like mm-hmm. you know it was like she's always kind of been second in command she's always been very independent of herself and never right. never took anybody around her to be that leadership type right and now she's finally being like oh no i know what i'm doing i'm in charge i'm gonna get you guys home um and and i really enjoyed that about this episode it's a really cool element of the show yeah and also i think it's one of those things but she was like yeah yeah rick i mean even though she's seen she's like i hear you rick but i'm gonna try to get everybody home yeah well she was like how i imagine nina was at blockbuster when (laughs) when donald would be telling her like hey this is out of order you got you know you can't be having um can't hardly wait in the w's it should be in the c's because it started with can't and she was like but wait is what people think when they think of that movie like she was doing like that thing ah! where rick was telling her what to do but she was just like i'm gonna leave it in the w's anyway nobody's gonna care and i don't think heath knew that that's why heath was so suspicious of that conversation like oh she's just gonna do what rick says verbatim not knowing that michonne's like yeah, yeah yeah whatever rick just go ahead and do what you're gonna do then i'll fucking lead the way i want to yeah it was like oh that's why he wasn't there when she knocked the hell out of him because he was tripping in the street my bad um yeah so um yeah you're right he doesn't even know that she'll knock rick the fuck out right because i was like well but i was like nope he came after that um anyway so hat guy was just making fucking pointless complaints like Uh, what are we gonna do what what do we get back there and there's you know what what if something's happened stuff that they can't do shit about now anyway right you know what if we don't have any toilet paper when we get back worrying the whole fucking group and putting fear in their hearts yeah i'm i'm almost out of juice guys and everybody's like come on man (laughs) so glenn told the rest of the crew uh when they walked they ran up on some walkers a small contingent of walkers in the woods and he told them hey alexandrians you know y'all got two people y'all got one person with a limp because she annie fell and twisted her leg Uh, stepping on a twig stepping yeah stepping on a twig she realized she was a white woman in a horror movie and she said i gotta fall real quick uh but she was like being held up by another person um 
and uh then and then uh there was heath scott and another dude who i can't even i can't remember that guy's name for the fucking life of me but uh this other guy with a brown shirt on um and so glenn and michonne tell them to stay back we're gonna fight these walkers only come out if we if we need you uh more walkers come out and then scott uh the black dude with the bald head is like all right they need our help let's go that's our cue right so they go and they start attacking the zombies and uh they're doing a decent job and uh sturgis the guy with the hat is all the way in the back camping like a call of duty right, and shit and nothing's around him uh not at, initially it wasn't but he was just panicking for so the- he he pulls his gun out sturgis is the guy complaining with that he's the guy with the hat that was complaining right. he gets hit on the back by a zombie and he fuck around and he shoots scott in the leg mm-hmm shot him right in the motherfucking leg man scott falls down two walkers fall on top of him he's fighting for his life sturges fucking runs just turns around and runs he's like all lives matter and just ran off (laughs) that dude got on my fucking nerves because they told him don't shoot a gun unless you absolutely positively have to and i think he pulled the gun out before anything even touched him and then you know you shoot the gun you draw more zombies and then he just was like i'm out yeah i mean now in all fairness i can understand how he shot that dude in the leg me too you know what i mean because he got so scared when that zombie hit him on the back and i'm not gonna lie i would be the same way i'm not saying i've been no bad because like i i do that shit when like a bee tries to get in my car (laughs) have a a fucking fit yeah if i walk through like a big enough spider web that's me right there it's oh shit i do the same thing and then nina's like why are you such a bitch Mm -hmm. that's how they do (laughs) it but you like you know what this your fault you asked me out you know what i mean you sure (laughs) you got reminded. This is what you signed up for. You got a reminder, Donnie. I'm like, I, I wasn't, uh, I was working at Blockbuster, not the construction site. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, she, uh, so, so yeah, the buddy runs the fuck off, uh, which now that was the part where I was like, that's fucked up, but maybe he just didn't want to see the fallout from having to be like hey my bad about shooting you in the leg dog that was that's on me <laughs> and and i think for my opinion that that was kind of to show you how that group people really don't really care about teamwork or understand teamwork or concerned about anybody else but themselves well they haven't had it tested right they, you know it's like how everybody has a good thing it's like how we do on a podcast well, people, well, what I would have did is I would have did. It's like, or you would have been scared out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like everything's simple on the TV screen. Ain't that the truth. You know what I mean? But if like the power shut off tonight, I'd be eating people by tomorrow, man. I don't know how to fucking survive. <laughs> I don't know shit about no eating vegetables and shit for, that I grew myself. I don't know any of this. And dad be eating those fucking turtles. Exactly. I'd be looking for, I'd be down at the creek right now, Donnie, eating raw turtles like mm, these, i'm gonna leave some meat on the bone like nina um ah! but yeah so i would uh <laughs> so uh i you know i uh, i would have probably ran off like sturgis too if i shot somebody you know uh it's just instinct um but uh it's okay guys 
uh the other police showed up and said it was all the black dude's fault so that dude sturgis <laughs> is gonna be okay that was not a, a crime charge yeah. <laughs> another cop that, showed up and was government like, said he was okay to run yeah he was like you know what uh i believe that black dude was reaching for something um they save um scott the black dude uh from the zombies that are attacking him and they got real close to biting his ass Mm -hmm. but they saved him and uh now you have limping ass annie with the with the broke with the broke ankle and then you got um fucking scott with a shot calf so they got two people with fucked up legs slowing the crew down within like five minutes and all i could think was rick was right Mm mm-hmm rick was right man i mean now annie's kind of wasn't her fault because she's running from the zombies and then i just i don't know if you guys rewatched the episode yet but slow it down you can see steph curry comes and crosses her over <laughs> she is walking by a tree and then he runs away and that's how she broke her ankle so you gotta pay attention to the little things um daryl is contemplating he's with abe and sasha mm-hmm. and he's we did but oh. I think when when they got those two, oh, who was the one that scratched? Got yeah, scratched. buddy got bit on the back, dude in yeah. the brown. Uh, oh, when they got attacked, brown um, shirt. I don't even know his name, dog. Didn't how how did he get attacked? He got attacked helping, didn't he? Uh, he got no, he got attacked because he was watching Scott. He was just like, oh, and I look at him. His name Barnes. Is yes, Barnes? there you go, Barnes. Barnes was just watching Scott. He was just like. Well, I'm glad the danger's over. And then, <laughs> right on his back. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I got bit on the back. And he's like, I probably should have, I probably should have paid more attention to make sure all the designers are dead. Right. And I got a whipping. Oh. Yeah. He forgot. So every to... one of them except for Heath got fucking hurt during that whole thing. Yep. 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 And he just says, I know what it means. And that's, everybody knew that that means he was going to die. Now, I did notice in this scene, Heath looks at Michonne real suspicious like like to see if she was just gonna like i don't know shoot barnes in the head or some shit like <laughs> chop his neck off but he, he just like, had this look because he was down on his like kind of on his knees almost uh with scott and he just looked up at michelle like so you're gonna leave him behind yet right and uh there was she and uh michelle's like come on let's go you know um we cut back to daryl abe and sasha and basically daryl's contemplating should he leave or not to join up with the the rest of the people try to help them with the zombies mm-hmm. and uh they're in they're talking and it sounds like they come to the conclusion that he shouldn't leave them and they said we won't be able to do this without you but uh so we we need you here and he goes he's quiet for a second and he goes nah i got faith in you it just drives off ah i did not see that coming i'm not gonna lie guys i thought daryl was more of a team player than that uh, and he is but i think he was like i got to go help them he was like and i guess in his mind he figured out that y'all are strong enough like like mm. i know i him saying i got faith in you going i got faith in y'all to know that y'all will do whatever it takes to make it but he's looking like that crew that that's with them gonna fuck around and get that gonna get them killed <laughs> well he's like one of those guys that's seen action and just can't he just he's like i'm oh, fuck this i this driving shit i need some action yeah well yeah he definitely um was ready to get the fuck up out of there um on the road michonne is walking with the rest of the crew and uh the uh barnes she's she goes uh can i take a look at the bite mark on his back 
she does take a look it looks grody as fuck mm-hmm. and he said you know she's like can i take a look he said please then he goes is it bad and she goes it's about what you'd expect mm-hmm. which means it's bad <laughs> right it was real bad yeah he got a good little piece of that meat bone back there in your back mm-hmm. uh and then he gives his life story he got he was uh walking around a loser he lost everything uh he wants to get back to his wife uh betsy who he got married to three months ago which is optimistic as fuck i mean yeah that good for you and glenn you know right and that goes to show you how everything was normal to them they're like you know to get married having children i mean they had children too but you know it's just one of those things where it's not in the same situation you know well he had been on the road for a long time before he got to alexandria so he actually said that you know he didn't he met this woman on the way aaron saved him and saved Mm -hmm. this woman and then they kind of started dating and got married there she had changed him for the better he's now a better man than he's ever been and uh you know it sounds like in vietnam movies where you had a soldier who's like i just want to get home to my wife and you're like that nigga gonna die right right, you know (laughs) it's like you ain't gonna make it to the end you want to see pictures of my kids you're like oh you are so dead you sweet sweet man um so yeah uh his wife's name is betsy so i'm assuming she's i don't know 80 90 years old <laughs> don't know a young woman got a name who's she born 1920s 30s yeah. anybody know any young betsy's out there mm-hmm. right um so um they get to a small town which basically looks like uh two strip strip malls or something um and it's completely been worked over like every car has the hood open and the doors open or you know like everything it looks like the entire town's been stripped of shit which makes sense because it's really close yes. to alexandria so they probably made multiple runs there at this point or mm-hmm. maybe they made a run or two and they realized there ain't shit left correct anyway so they uh fucking you know look in there none of the cards work you know michelle says check the cards see if any of them work none of the cars work um everything's ransacked um they mentioned that it's halfway to home so however far they were out you know they're now closer to alexandria than you know i guess however long they've been walking 20 30 minutes they're about that far from from the crib uh glenn pulls uh michonne to the side again and he says listen i need to get home but I'm not leaving them behind. We patched got up, then we get going. Uh and Michonne's like, Oh, we can we can actually wrap like patch got up and we can wait. Cause Rick's gonna try to, you know, lead the zombies away. So we can kind of maybe wait this out a little bit and uh you know, and, and then we'll get home later, kinda. Um and Glenn's like all right we just you know let's get let's let's whatever we need to do but we want to get everybody there now what what i was thinking of immediately was like would would glenn bolt on the group because glenn has done the i gotta get to maggie thing before mm-hmm. but maybe now that he knows she's safe right it's he doesn't the, have the same like that urgency yeah uh or maybe he you know maybe he doesn't really know she's safe i mean they're hearing gunshots and shit who knows but uh they had the horn so i know he's feeling some type of urgency to get home i just kept wondering if he was gonna break off from the group right and i got i I don't know if he was like 
I don't know if he's to the point where he's like, well, I know that she she can protect herself. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because I think that they got gathered that from the, when she they assumed she was dead, or right. he assumed she was dead at that um, was it last season. Yeah, and, and I think he's realized that she's stronger than he thought she was, and now she got a baby probably too. That's what I think. So mm. you know, he might oh, because that even, conversation they had. Yeah, yeah, he might be even more worried. I think she's pregnant. Um, you know, she just looked late to me. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so um. oh during this time also uh nick is talking to heath and he said heath is like is this where it happened and he said i said at the dealership he's like yeah and he said i said the dealership me and aiden didn't know what we were doing and he says the people on your crew who died he said they weren't afraid we were um so I, it seems like nick even without glenn being around to listen is trying to be a stand-up guy he's telling the truth now when he said is this where it happened i think a lot of people think uh, at least it seemed like a lot of people think that's where noah died i, I don't think so i think, I think it's where his first crew died me too that he was lying about in the like when we first saw him in spencer the or not spencer whoever that the other, other guy was yeah the other uh uh yeah woman's son yeah, yeah i think they that that's where that first mission went wrong mm-hmm. and those people died because they were out there bullshitting and they were really being cowards and they didn't know how to handle it right and i think that's the thing that happened out there not noah died um at any rate uh so nick you know nick was being a stand-up guy um they walked down the street a little bit further they find sturgis conveniently distinctive hat in the middle of the road and of course he was getting ate out ah it was like a lesbian porn dog they was eating the shit out of him man it was like fucking six zombies eating him like even the way alexandria people die it's just like i don't want to be no mysteries let me lay in the street all you can eat buffet you're right i'm just gonna lay in the street take off my shirt ali ali oxen free come get some uh so the zombies were pigging out on him and they just quietly were like oh that's the wrong way and turned around and um they uh use nick as a gps because they get to another like pathway back to the main street and to the right is the walkers that are in the herd and they're starting to trickle mm-hmm. in to the left is walkers on the middle of the street and they decide to run into a pet store and they get into the pet store and uh you know and it was getting a little dicey because both times nick had coward panic attacks but glenn snapped him out of it right he would call him and he would just zone out yeah he's like nick nick which way do we go you know and he's like oh yeah yeah to the left my bad um so they get in and to the pet store there's a bunch of dead pets and shit it had to stink in there Cool. you guys saw the carcasses right yeah I, I asked nina and john they're like i didn't see anything well you know we pay way more attention than mm-hmm. they do and we definitely saw it donnie you're not crazy mm-hmm. you're the one who's right mm-hmm. um and you know just keep that between us <laughs> uh so yeah we saw yeah i definitely saw the carcasses people were like uh i was thinking we'd see some zombie hamsters i was like what the have you not <laughs> have you not watched the rest of the series there's there's no zombie animals yeah, animals animals don't turn in this series. if there were zombie animals the people would all be dead there's like a zombie bear like dude that's it that's a wrap uh, you're going down zombie dogs like, zombie deer yeah like it, right because even the good animals would turn it's, it's zombie squirrels would fuck us up 
you know uh, what i mean uh, what are you talking about <laughs> so um yeah so uh no there were no zombie pets they were all they were all dead although i'm surprised no one came in to eat those oh you know well, they might not know they was in there i would how been, are they still alive i would have came back and been i would have been eating gerbils for months um i mean they reproduce so fast you can probably eat rabbit for just i mean and they years. taste like chicken of course they do just like raw turtle um so um they uh they go into here and um michonne confided in heath with the plan she's like we're gonna patch him up we're gonna get on the road we're gonna do this and soon as she starts uh saying and she's like you know they're a little hurt but if we have to get out here we'll lead them away if we have to and then heath goes because that's been working so well lately and michonne was looking at him like bitch i know you did not i confided in you as a braided individual and here you are fucking backstabbing me in my face um and she said so she had this she had this beautiful look on her face that was so menacing and it was like a smile but it was like a forced smile like i'm smile like she was smiling with her mouth but not her eyes and she just goes i'm trying here i'm not giving up which you know which is kind of like a silent motherfucker that was a warning that was the warning right there right like you ungrateful motherfucker uh because she's you know michonne is like motherfucker i'll put chains on two zombies and walk my ass back no problemo where i came from i ain't worried about this shit i'll knock the jaws off these zombies and be back home in an hour don't even worry about it i'm trying to help your broke ass out anyway um (laughs) glenn comes up with a plan to burn down some buildings to like distract the zombies and draw them to over to him and that'll get the zombies i guess on the right path or whatever the fuck away from them and then um i was like that seems like a difficult plan michonne even offers to do it instead of him because he has a wife but he said he ain't care he's like i'm doing this because i have a wife and um you know maybe he met an, an unborn child i don't know yeah, but he want to say that yeah but he was basically like i'm i'm doing this to keep everybody safe uh nick is like well i can go with glenn everybody kind of gives nick the ain't you a coward though look right. and then nick goes i or i i'll, I'll draw a map and uh glenn goes no you could come and i was like there go glenn being soft again that's what he do oh that's his thing he swear he jesus he's sweet and kind okay y'all don't say that shit when it be black people doing that by the way i noticed the racism when it be tyrese (laughs) this punk motherfucker when it's tyrese but then when it's glenn it's like he's such a nice young man Mm -hmm. that ain't nothing but sism y'all i know y'all watch fresh off the boat but not blackish because y'all racist out there i watch both so problem Mm -hmm. uh glenn said he had to do something first and he goes around back with his bag he pulls out two watches one of them is herschel's pocket watch um and then he um uh pulls out the walkie-talkie and he tells rick the plan and he says if you don't see smoke then the zombies are still coming your way and he says i gotta go good luck dumbass by the way while he's telling him this rick is going commando on some motherfucking zombies like just stabbing them in their heads and shit a knife broke and cut them on a finger 
or the hand and then he used a knife on the back of another zombie to stab that zombie like he just he just got he just beasted on their ass um so uh yeah so he figures it out um they decide they're gonna um have to uh you know well no they're actually sitting around the pet stop talking and annie's like yo my leg is fucked up Mm -hmm. why don't y'all just leave me already giving up giving up hope and then scott speaks his black ass up he's like leave me too i'm like damn these motherfuckers selfless alexandrians really do have no clue because i'm Mm-mm. not me i'm like yo uh you know what y'all need to do get a cart and put me on it you know what i'm saying y'all get a what's the shopping buggies <laughs> sit my big ass in the shopping buggy and, and one of y'all push and we gonna we gonna keep it moving yeah just put me at the top of a hill and let me roll down i'm not dying ah, no matter of fact if i could walk i would leave y'all that's how anti i am leaving me behind you know but uh they was both like leave us and then Heath says with a real shady attitude he goes no we're not gonna do that we don't leave people behind and he stared at michonne and for the second time that episode i was like bitch who you finna try better than me Ooh, bitch you name me caps 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 man she was like oh um actually we the plan is everybody's going we're not leaving anybody behind so where is he getting this from anyways because who has michonne left behind right he's i don't understand where they where the hell he's getting his information from yeah he's only getting this from when he overheard the conversation with rick to which michonne never said yeah i'm i'm you know i'm gonna just leave these motherfuckers behind Mm -mm. you know um so um she uh um yeah 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 so so uh after the you know they were basically like you get in trouble again leave us and then mm-hmm. he goes we don't leave people behind and michonne goes we're not gonna leave you behind now i did notice michonne was mad quiet when they were volunteering to be left behind so maybe in the back of her mind she was like mm, we could leave these motherfuckers behind but whenever he called it out she was like motherfucker i told you we weren't leaving y'all behind stop and, tripping and also i think too he's um He's been around him for the shortest period of time mm-hmm. because, like, within real time, this might be hours or days, and all of a sudden he's out in the open with them. Yeah. So in his mind, he's like, I don't know anything about y'all, so I'm going to try to learn, and when I'm trying to figure out what's happening, all I hear is Rick telling y'all to leave us the fuck behind. Well, one of the reasons I think he's going to leave, I mean, live is because he does ask these questions right so like while it is annoying to us as viewers a bit that he mistrusts them it it does make perfect sense that he's like i'm care about my group survival the most right i don't know you guys like that and i overheard y'all when i went through your phone uh i heard y'all talking about me Mm -hmm. so but y'all what y'all over there talking about so um michonne goes and confronts heath right away which i also love i hate when they drag shit like this out Mm-mm. like she's just like uh he was like i'm gonna go look for something she was like i'm gonna be right behind your ass and then she met him over in the other by the other area and she's like i caught that threat that, that shade you were throwing right and um he said look i heard what she's like you got a problem with me he said look i heard what rick said and she says which part and he says how he said they wouldn't make all make it they meaning us and i said yeah that that's cute heath 
but can we be honest y'all niggas ain't making it y'all doing a very bad job of making it right one of y'all already got y'all already face hugged the walker <laughs> got shot then the other dude shot one of y'all and ran off it's really y'all fucking up like can we just like y'all over twigs yeah <laughs> right yeah one of y'all broke your ankles because got because baron davis came over like y'all ah! are just like y'all are comically bad at this shit right uh you ain't never been nowhere mm-hmm. and um you've been very fortunate to get this far so maybe rick had a fucking point right and, hey, but but not but not to get off topic yeah but somebody's asking all these fucking questions why did he take his bass ever back to the quarry and see what 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 the fuck them zombies doing out there all of a sudden it was like oh i didn't feel like going back there but you got questions now right I'm you got sorry. a lot of questions now right, right. you wouldn't actually especially no- especially a lot of questions for a black woman he wasn't asking all these questions when rick was around oh because he know rick would fuck him up right he don't but michonne will too he don't know he don't know michonne right, like this right but he's just assuming he's Mich- making assumptions michonne don't whoop rick's ass right now he want to get all hotep and shit man you gotta get the fuck out of here right because when, when she hit them with uh you got a problem i was like oh it's about to get i was like Listen, i was like she gonna fuck you up now i took a screenshot of this on my tv because i was like this the same face well, you just keep leaving the toilet seat up like <laughs> it was the same fucking face her ass that hit that cold water in the dog for the last time she was like i will fuck you up if i had to back my i don't i i know it make more sense to turn on the light i don't give a fuck i want to sit on the toilet and not go go sploosh right so um like this is when you put peanuts on the apple pie okay <laughs> you know you know what it is uh so rick said uh oh uh, so yeah dude was like rick told y'all to leave us and shit and she was like uh that's not what we're gonna do i'm gonna try to get all of y'all home uh and he said that's not how we do we always get everybody home she said that's because you haven't had to do it any other way you haven't been through it not really not like rick and i was totally here for this you know what i mean she's like and not like me either for a matter of motherfucking fact like this is one of the times where i wish the show was on hbo she she needed to ask some motherfuckers up in there because he needed it he needed them in his life i was so here for this read um i've been wanting to hear it for weeks actually um so i feel like rick she saved some of this up from shit she didn't tell rick of course um so um (laughs) rick uh she said rick was out there i was out there we know you don't look at your braids look at mine you don't know <laughs> if you don't learn you will die i've been doing runs from the start said Heath, and then she cut him off and she was like have you ever had to kill people because they already killed your friends and you were next have you ever done things that make you feel afraid of yourself afterwards have you ever been covered in so much blood that you don't know if it's yours or walkers or your friends huh then you don't know and then he was just like mm i guess i did not know it, it felt like that scene in uh lean on me at the top of the roof when joe clark was telling uh sams to just jump we was like ah you smoke crack don't you <laughs> well do it jump do it expeditiously you're killing yourself you might as well do it expeditiously like that's how that felt he got yes. he got red so hard he didn't even have a comeback like, what, what comeback was there you know what they should have a, a just a quick cut back to him and he should have had both his hands in his pocket with his head down and he should have kicked the can it's like shoot i've been out there and you know what i guess he knew shit got real 
because it's one of those things where he didn't really try to buck up at her yeah because it's one of those things where when she got crunk he was like oh you 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 fuck me up if i if i keep pressing this issue well you know what she cussed him out like your mama in church because because remember there were zombies outside so right. she, couldn't, she couldn't get loud she couldn't get loud it was just intense like she never yelled she was just like then you don't know and he was just like i don't know i'm sorry uh <laughs> like, <laughs> she should have been like because i will right yes yeah, like she did everything but pinch him like my mom used to do right. you know how you get in trouble your mama look at you like try me try yeah. me it's gonna be me and you she did everything but pinch him on his leg that was the only thing missing from that scenario <laughs> no, pinch it top uh, his ear. yeah uh so yeah um uh so a, they outside um there's glenn and uh coward guy nick and they're walking down the street they find there's a uh, will who was a 19 year old kid that went up with them on their first run or something one of their initial runs with with uh nick and that other dude and they had left him to die and he basically felt bad about it and he was like i'm gonna kill him because he was a zombie that was pinned under a car and it took forever for him to kill him out just kill him dog right. but he had to go through all the emotional steps it's just like you know this motherfucker is gone like he's just not built for this world right and i think before oh you remember before when he was kind of overzealous mm-hmm. before like i want to do it i want to do it i want to kill. and i don't know if he was just trying to get over that fear or get yeah. over that anxiety yeah he was trying to he's trying to reform himself right. he's trying but, but do I, you think this was his ultimate cause of um kind of relieving himself what do you mean the killing like, the zombie because it because he kills this kid and he probably felt guilty for mm. leaving this kid to turn into a zombie yeah. but then at the very end of the episode what he does i wonder if he mm. kind of felt relief and that's why he did what he did maybe man it could mm. be that I, I do feel like he definitely has some emotional hang-ups and guilt issues right but you know my thing is like i feel like people give him props for trying to be a better person but uh you know do or do not there is no try you know what i'm saying dog like i ain't i don't give a fuck you still a coward you got coward all in your jeans dog uh i don't trust you uh so yeah he does stab this dude it takes him 37 minutes uh and then he finally stabs a zombie they hear some gunshots in the distance which must be the gunshots from alexandria Mm -hmm. the zombies hear the gunshots and they start heading towards the gunshots um which uh you know which is which is probably you know it's good for the crew because it's actually leading them out of town right so you know as long as that's working uh now they'll be heading towards alexandria which sucks but they're going away from the pet store so that means they might make it uh meanwhile rick running for 20 minutes uh in the hot sun with the cowboy boots and the bleeding hand oh didn't uh, mm -hmm. oh i might be going too far but when they were there i think they was trying to leave they haven't left yet okay 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 my bad so they haven't been no this is just them looking out they see the zombies going to the gunshots and they're like okay we might be able to they say we'll make our way to the feed store and then we'll get out of here okay after the zombies pass okay uh rick running in the sun and hot ass sun and the, the shit still running all right um this, yeah that he ran past all the zombies the dumbass zombies that ran into the wall yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were just still chilling there like like oh man uh and so he's going to get to rv um 
and uh, i think he hops in the rv and like uh starts it or some shit so um meanwhile uh barnes is writing a letter a civil war letter to his sweetheart ah my dearest betsy i know it has been a coon's age since i've seen you <laughs> men of boys will not looking too well out here today upon the morn my brothers in arms shall ensue upon the battlefield right anyway uh he's writing this letter and shit. love my dearest betsy yeah love beauregard barnes <laughs> they don't make no beauregards either anymore it was a scroll yeah was, yeah why was it a scroll they have a sheet of paper in there nope he, he really went and found like a scroll and it and didn't even fill it all out like he's just like a big ass scroll anyway <laughs> so he hands it to michonne and michonne's like keep this shit and she writes in her own skin on her skin and ink you're getting home but i was like she's kind of dark and there's no lights on in there it would have been funny if he would be like can you hold your hand a little closer i can't read that oh i'm getting home okay thanks um (laughs) do you got a highlighter can you write this in highlighter a little bit no chalk we got some chalk guys Mm -mm. uh so yeah she writes that in there and um uh the zombies in the back of the pet store conveniently start banging on shit i don't know what these zombies are doing in there so quiet all this time they were sleeping but they right yeah, they woke them up i heard them they were like clang clang they, plot device plot device <laughs> they was like somebody's cussing somebody out and we hear it yeah yeah <laughs> so uh and maybe you know also it could have been the gunshots from alexandra right maybe they yeah. heard it in there too right it caused them to start moving but anyway they just like let us in they was knocking real loud uh the problem i had with with this part is when they did open the door that the hidden zombies were in um i was a little upset that the zombie that walked out wasn't banging on the door you know what i mean like they should have made that zombie be like clang clang i'm the one making the noise you know <laughs> but instead it just kind of walked out like hey guys and then she you know michonne killed it i thought the one on the ground was the one banging oh maybe that's what it, okay so he was I, th- I think that one came out swinging all right you know what else was weird was the door was hidden because there was like this like poster or something over the door yeah. and it's like why the hell do you have a door hidden well that made sense to me i feel like all pet store shops have a hidden door and uh they go there in times of panic you know right. like i feel i feel like that's what the owners were you know what if the snakes get out what you gonna do <laughs> you know what it's a panic room you get right. to the panic room but you know who 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 you gotta protect yourself in case the snakes get out the spiders right. get out in case you have mutant rabbits right. and i think that they may have did that to kind of hide from the zombies and end up dying in that little room yeah that's what i think happened um uh, so anyway um she kills these zombies but then the fucking the herd of zombies hear them Mm-hmm. and now they're like fuck them gunshots it's people over here uh, and they start <laughs> heading towards the um the door the door and uh it was funny because there was it was a glass like door and they just all start standing right in front of the glass i was like can't the zombies see y'all yeah ah, it don't matter that. Guess, you yeah, heard. it was like fuck it um so uh michonne's like fuck it we gotta do it now we'll do it live don't have a choice they are they uh and they i love that little plan they had like they all had the guns out they open the doors they shoot the first volley of gunfire to kill the zombies in front of the door michonne takes two of them out with her sword and they start running down the street and they uh keep running and 
uh annie suddenly realizes that she is a white woman and she's like oh no this is a horror movie and she falls again right she the worst like didn't you just do didn't you learn not to fall she's like she was like i told y'all last to leave me back two scenes ago now she was selfless as fuck though because as soon as she fell she was like i give up go without me yeah she was like i'm not gonna make it that is not how i'm dying in the zombie apocalypse i'm telling y'all now i'm like if i fall down the zombies are coming not only am i asking you to save me but as they descend upon me i'm gonna be cussing y'all out for not saving me <laughs> i'm like oh help i still want to live and then y'all gonna be like i don't know zombies and i'm gonna be like man fuck you donald you a bitch anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's why your girl had to ask you out i'm gonna be bringing up personal information and shit <laughs> stop putting nuts on apple pie then you know well i already know i'm gonna die so right. you know i've already come to that conclusion i won't i won't make it long in the zombie apocalypse world i'm gonna be talking shit was Nina, it just me or was a few of those zombies going really fast too Doc, the zombies this week felt faster than last week. Especially, well, we'll get to this other scene, but uh, like, hurry mode? I don't know, they just felt faster. Like, last week they kind of felt like, okay, let's go. But now this week they were like power walkers, like them old ladies that be at the mall before oh! they open. It's, like, it's been a few weeks since they've eaten and they're hungry. <laughs> yeah, they're like, let's go, we can get them. Food. Um, but yeah, she didn't talk nearly enough shit. Um, uh, so she died uh and then um they 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 just started going on without her and michonne is you know just being a good leader and shit the feeds uh oh the, at around this time glenn and um nick realized that the store they were gonna burn up it's already burned up mm-hmm. now i don't know why it was already burned up but i mean he did say it had a lot of dry shit and it could burn easy so i don't know anything could have happened maybe somebody else set it on fire maybe um now i noticed there were stairs that led to the roof of a building there like a, a walkway um uh, but they panicked and fucking um nick led them the opposite way he saw zombies coming and he and he was like the worst siri of all time you know like his, his gps was not good right and and, and that's that's the, the, th- the apple maps <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> you are here no the fuck i'm not i said you are here mm-hmm i'm not here make a u-turn now make a u-turn now make a u-turn <laughs> now make a left and another u-turn right um and i yeah. think my personal opinion i think if glenn would have been leading they would have went for that fucking ladder right but i think with glenn not leading and not knowing where to go and he's trusting him to kind of lead him in the right direction because he was like this is where the other group died so he was like, okay you're familiar with the with the layout here right now that now so they they end up running down this alleyway where there's like a fence that they can climb over but on the other side there's already walkers mm-hmm. um and also i think there's barbara at the top of this fence so like they can't really climb over it Mm-mm. and there's like a dumpster down there and there's a fire escape but it's kind of like blocked off it's got like a couch on top of it um so they're kind of getting stuck there you know uh michonne and those guys they reach a fence and they're like all right we can get over and they helped the guy uh they helped heath over first and they helped scott over the guy who got shot in the leg and then the healthiest people uh barnes with the bite biting his back um and michonne, and michonne climb over blast and as they start climbing the zombies start grabbing at their legs and shit um yada 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 fucking uh michonne gets over the other dude does it 
Mm-hmm. And it felt like uh, American Gladiators, like the last stage where ah! y'all remember American Gladiators, man? Mm-hmm. Like, remember that last obstacle course? And they used to have that one thing where it's like a conveyor belt, and you had to climb up it where it's going the opposite way. Yes. And like everybody would fucking fall down that thing because you're exhausted, and then you just climb up the side on the steps anyway. Oh man, that was my show. And then, <laughs> shout and out to Ice. Didn't have to. Didn't they have to climb a wall at the end too? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. they had they that. Would shoot shit they had at the net. Uh, well, I don't think shooting shit is part of the last obstacle course. Oh, okay. No, no, not part of the very last events. one. Shooting that tennis ball. By the way, how did that tennis ball end with no injuries to people? Right, because that shit looked like it was going like a hundred miles. I was like, poof. I'd be like, oh my god, did also, you kill somebody? Also, what does that have to Serena's do with this? Never hit, hurt, killed anybody. So, oh yeah, sure. You can hit that shit a hundred and some miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> them people be dodging them shit. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, they, but see, that's like a person that's trained all their lives to be on the tennis court. This shit would be like Larry from accounting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, they are. it's Donald from Blockbuster and he's challenging. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this dude will definitely get hit by that tennis ball. But nobody ever got hit like in the nuts or anything. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> definitely your weekend, uh, American Gladiator. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about American Gladiator. The thing is, like, when he was getting ate up, uh, Heath kept looking at him, and I think he was realizing, shit, everybody ain't gonna make it. Like, that's when it finally dawned on him. Yeah, he shot zombies, and then he got blood on his face, and it was ironic. Did he know if it was from his friend Barnes or himself or the zombies? He didn't know. Mm-mm. Uh, it's just like Michonne told his ass, because black women be right. That's why you never argue with a black woman if you can help it, guys. <laughs> that's what happens every fucking time. Uh, that's why you marry him marry him and then just be like you're right dear yep. just keep it keep it light that's what i do uh <laughs> that is the worst too because she was right and he couldn't say nothing <laughs> like he's just like fuck i don't know whose blood this is um so yeah um he's got the blood on his face he realized how hopeless it was and barnes is just pushed up against the fence and the zombies are just fucking eating them and then you see his his note with the dearest uh <laughs> betsy one dearest betsy ross and that queer link and the zombie just like stomped on that shit was like ah fuck your note bitch ah uh, you ain't making it back uh, uh so uh then we get to a pivotal scene glenn and nick are trapped in the alleyway the fence is too high the there's a garbage bin there like one of those big industrial garbage bins that uh that are behind restaurants and shit and uh they stand on top of it um because they're trapped well actually no first they start shooting the zombies uh once they realize how quickly they're getting surrounded and there's thousands of them i mean there's right. so many zombies and the thing is i did see a fire skate that could go up it had like a box or some shit and a, a couch on it but the zombies were moving so fast like donald said like it felt like they turned back and the zombies were already past that so it's like well fuck man uh i don't know what you're supposed to do now so um they they stand on top of the uh garbage bin together and they're just hanging out being friends and shit and uh nick gets the coward look on his face and then he goes to glenn thank you yeah because he started zoning out and shit started moving slow again yeah the coward the coward sense was kicking in it was tangling and he is said, it me or does nicholas always look like he's just 
about to cry or he's just finished crying yes yeah, that's his face he like right. he got a perfect i'm scared face he like his girl is constantly breaking up with him you know just just one of those guys so he's like uh and it's a black woman that's just gonna ask him out and mm-hmm. stay with it he should have tried to holler at michonne she would have protected him with that sword um but yeah so he basically was like thank you and then glenn was like the fuck you talking about and he put the gun to his head and shot himself in the head and i said finally he's dead oh i hated that dude i hates me a coward i'm sorry guys nothing less dependable than a coward in a crisis and I, and one thing i got to say is they did a hell of a job with that scene mm-hmm. because they didn't show him shooting his head but they shown like glenn glenn's face when the blood right. splattered on his face i was like shit. and he looked all shocked and shit and then as nick fell glenn tried to grab him for some reason i guess just instinctually he's such a good human being right. he wants to save everybody so he reached out to caress him and they both fell down into the pile of zombies and i was like fuck you and then everybody was, yeah everybody realized oh that's right nick is a coward piece of shit and he just he just put glenn in a real bad situation right because he fucking panicked and he really wasn't trying to think of of a way to get them out because i like i said if glenn would have been taking point glenn would have because glenn was a like um uh how he found rick like he knew how to move around the city and all that shit uh as far as you know escape routes and shit like that but with him his fucking panic mode oh he made me so goddamn mad well he looked at uh herschel's watch he told he called rick dumbass i mean things were getting kind of sentimental for glenn this episode so it could have been building up to a a goodbye you know for a lot of people now he did land on the bottom of the two of them so if it's two of them clearly uh on top of him is nick and glenn's pinned underneath as the zombies like descend on nick and they're just like fucking going to town i mean i'm talking they eating it rooted to the tutor nick i'm talking about chitlins hog malls pig feet like every part of nick was getting ate yes it i saw was. a walker pull out some texas pete i was like yo ah! these motherfuckers that- are going to town <laughs> it was a potluck yeah a couple of them yeah a couple of them had fixings right i bought the potato salad y'all now the way it was shot it was so much blood and the angle was so odd compared to how they normally kill people you don't really know if glenn's being eaten or if nick's being eaten and i think that's done on purpose because i think it's nick being eaten and then they're purposely being like but it could be glenn you know what i'm saying but i think like nina made up a good point was that glenn was aware that whole time he was screaming and stuff like that and she said if somebody's sitting there ripping out your intestines and eating them and stuff like that would you be alive and aware that this shit's going on yes i'm gonna tell you right now yes you would be um and this is why i know that uh because they cut the sound like they they knew what they were doing like they knew how we would think about this scene so they cut the sound so i can't tell if he was screaming it just looked like he was but he could what if they had already ripped out all the parts of him that make scream sounds and they was going to town and his head was just still alive like oh nigga this hurts um but either way i i mean it's purposely manipulative right? right i don't think like i think they want it to be ambiguous i think 
depending on what kind of person you are you will probably see what you want to see when you look at that scene Mm -hmm. so if you're cynical like i am and kind of um uh uh you kind of hate that glenn gets a pass for being a a pacifist you probably want to see him dead and that's how i see it yeah i i I, you know what i'm saying but for people that love glenn that you know understand the show has written some really tough corners for people to get out of and gotten them out of it before i think they want to see him alive and that's how they see it is he's definitely alive and that's really the amazing ability of this show and the writers in this scene is to get people so fucking opposed like people were arguing with each other on twitter about it for hours none of us write the show guys Mm -mm. i don't know someone told me today it was like so you think this is gonna happen i said yo on some real i don't know i don't write the show right like next week he might or two weeks from now probably he might be dead he might be alive i don't know it's all up to how they write it if it's gonna be good or not i'm pretty much withholding my judgment on if it's good or not until then i think we're only judging half of the puzzle right now right karen what were you gonna say oh and it's one of those things where i uh also they, they kill characters like and and i think with a lot of people who maybe not, don't watch game of thrones or some of these other shows where they don't give a fuck about your emotional feeling towards characters and will kill people um i understand i don't want him to die but if he's dead i completely understand because this is just the way this show is written and that's kind of oh yes eventually everybody's gonna die well i personally do want him to die i don't like glenn uh he was selfish with the shit with him and maggie both of them were extremely selfish to put everybody's life in danger trying to get to each other uh and i understand they have their priorities and shit that they think is really important but when it's uh putting other people's lives at risk you're a detriment to the group also i hate his pacifist streak i hate it i don't know why tyrese and morgan and people like that get hate for adopting more militant tactics than he does even like at least morgan to knock a motherfucker out with that stick you know what i'm saying yes, like he will you know like like glenn's whole thing is like every human life we gotta i'm not i'm not gonna take one so i get that he's the heart and soul of the show and the moral of the group moral morals of the group but um for me personally that shit's been hella annoying man you know like on, on some real shit if he died because nick got him killed that's a fitting and ironic end i think that's a but that's the morality end. of this show the show always right. does the you didn't handle your business and this is what happens when you don't handle your business right right, right. his death will be just like for me it's justified right because doing what he did i completely understand i still liked him i loved his character mm-hmm. despite well he's good for the show right. i don't this isn't a he's a bad person it's he's almost too good of a person like like john snow yeah he's fucking up the he's fucking up the program man like i no offense glenn you seem like a nice guy but you can't be out here letting everybody do the heavy lifting with killing people and shit so you get to have clean hands you know what i mean so um anyway man i just think i don't don't care either way but i for mm. some reason with everything i'm seeing i think he is alive and Mm -hmm. i think they're gonna pull that out but if that's the case then i do want to see his end like everybody that's read the comics sees mm. the end yeah see that's the thing i don't i've no longer associate the show with the comics like i stopped a while ago because you know like you know in the show i i, I andrea is dead but in the comics she's not 
you know what i mean yeah, like, two, two separate stories yeah i just i've given up on trying to like i don't think the deaths will necessarily come together like that i think some of the bigger events will like right. oh Certain alexandria yeah. the prison the uh when they lived on the farm i think they'll do those type of sets but i just think things are going to change and um i don't even know if we'll get to see like the 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 way that we see uh villains and stuff from the 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 show uh i don't think they can be necessarily be done the same on tv like, no no uh, compared to the comic i mean like mm. i don't even neville says fuck every other word mm-hmm. i don't even know how you put that on the show Mm-mm. is it just gonna be beep beep or is it just gonna be something corny like what in the damn hell and bull crap ah are you guys up to you know i don't well, know like i mean if you look at like battlestar galactica and i think they did a good way they they turned it into frack instead of right fuck. yeah that would and be corny they, they turned it into a good good way see that was okay though because you went seventy five thousand years into the future and it's like oh maybe frack is fuck seventy five thousand years from now this shit is like today nigga like you we, uh, we uh, say uh, fuck uh, we say fuck i'm surprised none of the black people get to say the n-word but anyway oh lord um <laughs> so this so, is amc not bet yeah they cut they cut it out and, and you know what another reason is because remember last year when rick ended it um a train a when he goes mm-hmm. they're messing with the wrong people and everybody was like oh he couldn't even say fucking that's terrible amc well then how they gonna do neville man y'all already tripping anyway that's the truth so i did freeze it during this scene because i rewatched it several times to see all the ways that because people just swear they could have survived uh some people say they could have jumped from the top of the trash bin to the fence which had barbed wire on it no Mm-mm. then there was another angle where they said they could jump to part of the fence that didn't have barbed wire but it was further away here's the thing you're talking weird. about a white man and an asian come on now they're not gonna make it all right now if it was some of them brothers tapped you know except for except for noah because you know noah had to the bone structure of rg3 he would have never he wouldn't have made it he was not quite he would have twisted his ankle fucking thinking about it but um you know if it had been like scott before he got shot maybe Heath, they might could have made it you know some of the fast twitch muscle fibers but um they were not able to make it uh that way i thought maybe they should get inside the trash bin yeah i was just thinking that i think that that would have been a good good way to do that me and you would have survived dog um so now we don't know what's in the trash bin because they never even fucking bothered to look but that was what i was thinking was get in there um and the zombies were not capable of really getting inside the trash bin once you close the lid you're good um and none of the zombies and it was just tall enough it's not like zombies are athletic and jump up there or, or even fall in um and there could have been some chicken wings from nina in there they had plenty of meat on them plenty of meat could have been eating chicken wings for years literally um then the other thing i thought was okay say you get in the trash bin then you grab one zombie pull it in with you kill it cover yourself in walker guts and now you get out with the zombie camouflage on wait what y'all think about that plan yeah yeah i I just thought they should have waited out a little bit longer than ran up that fucking fire escape yeah well see i think if you cover yourself in walker guts that's how they can't sense you then you can walk up the fire escape or whatever you know what i mean but wait till night you know i don't know wait till the zombies calm down and then fucking go up there with them anyway they didn't try any of this shit zombies nap 
yeah they ain't trying any of this shit they, they just, don't nap like the vampires they don't nap no but they get less you know like they calm down eventually uh, like when they see something they're like oh shit oh shit new iphone 6 is out and then uh-huh! after, after a while you know they're just like i don't care anymore um so anyway um michonne is in the woods with heath and scott which means all the black people made it y'all mm-hmm. oh shit oh uh, all the yeah. brown people lived white people Four billion seven hundred and fifty oh, million three hundred and six thousand two hundred and twenty black people one bitch oh we got one we finally on the board we on the board it's in the fourth quarter baby don't look now don't Ooh. call it a comeback don't call it a comeback we've we been here it. for years mm-hmm. oh i touched down spiked on that shit <laughs> much of y'all shit on this show for killing black people i ain't seen that shit should have been trending worldwide we made it i was happy mm-hmm. that poor asians uh well the problem with the asian thing was if they do eat glenn they're just gonna be hungry 20 minutes later you know so like I, feel, I just really felt bad for the zombies at that point um so um oh, Lord. michonne erased that note that you're gonna make it home off her skin real slick and then they took uh they walked in the river taking uh scott home and i'm assuming he might get his leg infected from that dirty river water yep um and he looked in the reflection in the river and saw blood on his face right he realized that uh michonne was right about everything and that's why you need to be listening to these women um let's see what else happened oh rick is now in the rv Mm -hmm. he stopped the rv to the point where he thinks the zombies will converge and he's gonna lead the zombies back along the path on a different road and uh he radios in talks to sasha and abe and daryl and he's like uh basically like i'm okay i'm gonna be coming your way with the zombies behind me and they say uh sasha says real sarcastically how about that he's gonna be coming our way daryl and daryl is no longer with them because he's been driving to try to get to rick and those guys and basically he hears this and he's like fuck i guess they didn't need my help so you know he pulls over to the side of the road um uh rick says we got to keep going forward with the zombies we can't turn back because we're afraid this is for them going back now uh before it's done that would be for us so like we need to complete this mission get these walkers 20 miles out keep them going the other way because if we don't then we're really just being selfish trying to get back and check on our families and shit but eventually these zombies will turn back to alexandria and we'll fuck everything up even worse right uh rick wrapped his hand up in the rv a little bit and he's just sitting there waiting to see some zombies so he can start it and right about then a dude busts in the back and starts shooting the place up mm-hmm. and this is where i said fuck morgan right, right i said it last uh, week you know that's some this real that's some, go ahead this would be his fourth time i'm talking about his fourth time we done seen him Mm-hmm. so so the walk the wolf that got the gun from morgan uh and remember he had like five other people with him by the way mm-hmm. he bust in starts shooting up the rv he shoots right where the engine block and radio and electronics are by the way right Mm -hmm. caught that on that second view you know how we do guys 
um so and you see sparks fly and everything um he uh ends up wrestling with with rick they're fighting a uh, black dude that's a wolf gets on top of rick's back uh um the the radio was still on so daryl actually heard the gunshots through the walkie-talkie right um he uh so he's like rick rick you know not getting the answer um but he's still like so then they show him on his motorcycle like speeding um so uh rick does fight off both of the guys stomps on one of them pulls out his gun shoots both of them kills them and then he's sitting there um and i guess i don't know if the walkie-talkie got shot or he just hadn't thought about it yet but he hadn't picked it up yet right um so um the uh uh yeah um so after he kills him he looks in the you know looks in their shit like he does everybody that's dead and he's looked in he's scavenged by the way i love that he low-key just scavenges everybody now it's like a video game yeah exactly you gotta fill the, you gotta fill your pockets right it's like oh ammo you know what i'm saying it's like, you collected two flowers right you also got two spikes plus two potion of healing right so two more healing hearts so he uh fucking scavenges these dudes and he finds some baby sauce baby uh food in the um in one of their pockets which i'm assuming is alexandrian baby food at first i thought it was the applesauce from back in the day but that don't make no sense well that's um, what nina thought and in, in but the i think even when we watched the talking dead they called, said it was carrot carrot baby food yeah right. yeah so that didn't really from aaron yeah so it, but it was it was probably from the whole foods right outside Alexand- alexandria so he knew <clears throat> like he had a look on his face like i know this food and um then he looked in the rearview mirror or the side mirror and he saw some wolves on the side of rv and they stood no chance Mm-mm. he pulled out the motherfucking ak the chopper and uh today was a good day because he shot through that motherfucker on the side of the rv killed all they asses so he took care of what morgan wouldn't do basically um i, I kind of wish that these people would have killed somebody though because mm-hmm. then it would made morgan feel like shit i think at this point morgan still wouldn't feel remorse because nothing bad happened right with, with him letting these people go i would have liked it if they they would have killed somebody well they still might feel remorse because uh rick ain't get out of there clean man uh he, he tried to start the rv and he got stuck right but daryl we see daryl when they cut back he's actually going back to sasha and abe so he's not even coming to help rick and now that the rv won't start but uh to go back a little bit when he was talking to daryl he also tried to key up glenn and them and got no response yeah yeah you're right glenn we don't know if glenn's living or dead and neither and they all he knows is that he didn't see that smoke that glenn said he would see right because he started looking up in the air so he knows that plan didn't work so at some point maybe they'll go back out there to try to find out what happened to him maybe he left behind his belongings in that pet shop shit if rick make it if rick makes it yeah now i I don't know rick could probably like climb on top of the rv maybe i don't know Uh, rick's gotta be going crazy at this point though because he he's gotta assume the worst because these guys survived alexandra and got out of there with his baby's food yeah so he's got to assume the worst at this point and all he probably is thinking about is getting back to alexandria that was the most broken he's looking look since uh laurie died yeah like he just looked like man what's the fucking point you know what i mean like 
the the fucking car won't start anything and the way they cut shot that last scene where the walkers come out of the woods towards the rv like one of the walkers is damn near walking in the fucking uh door like <laughs> you're just like rick is just gonna be in there like go ahead and eat me man fuck it i don't care uh next week it looks like we get uh some uh some morgan time 90 minutes long uh of, it better uh, not be 90 minutes of fucking morgan because i couldn't take it i can't take mm, it i love i won't sit unless, unless morgan dies then i'm like all right this is mm. worth worth 90 minutes i'm gonna tell you like this man this is exactly what i want i want 90 minutes of morgana tello <laughs> i want to see that goddamn great ass acting lenny james see who this cheese who this cheese man is i want to hear more of his fucked up southern accent rick we shouldn't be doing this i can't i love that dude man he's 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 he's, he's like a terrible character because he don't kill nobody and shit but um that dude acts he can act so good man like when he dies i'm gonna miss his acting more than i'm gonna miss the character if that makes sense to anybody mm-hmm. um we got a ton of emails guys so we need to go through those uh but karen you looking forward to uh, the morgan story or not it seems like me and donnie are uh, opposed on this one yeah i'm looking forward to it because it's a story that they've got to tell you know they can't you got to explain to me why he just refuses to kill people like because when we seen him before he was a fucking lunatic so we got to find out what happened and some of his some of the best episodes of walking dead for me have been the ones where they go back and give a single person's like story yeah they did that with the governor and that was great yeah like i kind of like those like you know now not everybody deserves that treatment oh and maybe, no 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 maybe people feel like morgan isn't but i feel like we waited like fucking two years to see morgan again mm-hmm. and everyone was so excited about it and especially new badass morgan compared to the morgan in the comic books um i do want to see what his deal is you know um so all right let's let's get into some of these emails but yeah i do want to see him because he said he learned how this motherfucker said he learned how to f- use a bow staff from a quote-unquote cheese maker what is that even was it a company cheese maker what's happening here like is that just code for white is that uh, what we uh, call white people now cheese makers um all right let's get to some of this feedback we got man we got a lot of these um matter of fact we might just uh say this is brought to you by bevel that's mm-hmm. right yep the feedback for day walking is brought to you, to you by bevel. bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps you think glenn was in a close shave you'll have a close shave uh-huh. with bevel that's right unlike nick you will be able to cut it your hair that is (laughs) with a razor that cuts over the skin so that you don't get those razor bumps okay guys white people have all the razors designed for them and that's why they get to have those very smooth faces and they get those razors that have 75 blades and it cuts between beneath the skin because the hair grows different and the skin is different attachment pieces but what about my black ass skin guys Hmm? lord you think i don't want to be comfortable all day you think i'm not tired of razor bumps you think i'm not tired of skin irritation well i am everybody just like morgan is tired of killing and it's time for you guys to get out there and get rid of that stuff by going to getbevel.com using code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code tbgwt here's our first one dave writes in 
hello tbgwt first off Ryder karen you two keep giving us great content every week thank you the walking dead hashtag day walking season six has been fire i have to admit season six episode three had me like what the fuck the walking dead but this is the show they kill characters as far as i'm concerned glenn is dead we got to move on (laughs) (laughs) straight to the point he was like yo fuck it we gotta move on y'all quit the morning well you know what man i do want to take the time out to say um no matter what happens with glenn the show has reached a new point where where you new low new high however you want to define it with the way they're teasing it that this that is new the like the way that they don't give them the in memoriam during talking dead they're releasing statements on the internet they're doing interviews like they're being very coy about it and if people are getting annoyed with it i can understand because they've never done that before correct you know and maybe they just feel like they want some of that john snow love you know some of that right hey because they know he's such a big character let's get the people talking let's maybe they you know i don't feel like this show would need to be desperate enough to do that yet Mm -mm. but you know like they've teased things before but just this this is definitely a new level so i feel like people are reacting to that more so than just what the story is saying they're reacting to it like well well what are you guys really doing you know what i mean like you clearly wrote it too to get the tease out of people so Mm -hmm. you know people some people are gonna love being fucked with and some people aren't you know uh what's the person that i want to see though if if he is dead is Mm -hmm. maggie i think maggie is is not gonna be right if if he is dead yeah for sure she she, that's the only person she has she's lost everybody right her dad her sister everybody gone that is right unless she's pregnant then she got that baby um so uh yeah uh uh, glenn is dead we need to move on we got to move on i like how he said we got to move on like it's been months (laughs) it's been like three days you got to move on people also i know most were happy to see morgan but what are they keeping from us did they ever cover the reason he left where he was and then finding the group well i think that's what we're gonna get we're gonna get that next week the other thing is i like to say is what the fuck is up with people who complain about other spoilers other spoiling tv and movies etc it took me two weeks to watch both episodes of the walking dead season six and i've yet to watch the full season of fear of the walking dead and guess what aside from your show sporadic sporadically mentioning it i have yet to listen to episodes of tbgwt uh that cover the show so why people can't say stay off uh, social media and tell other people that you haven't seen the thing in question so don't spoil it once again thanks for out of karen t.day yeah I, I don't know man just like when i haven't watched scandal all season and i just don't fucking go on twitter during scandal time it's just yeah. an hour it's fine and if i did happen to catch something then i just caught it i'm good shay writes in yeah that's that's hard for us because we're on the west coast so there's a lot of shows that get spoiled exactly. that we have to be real careful about exactly yeah. we have uh we have um privilege over here on the east coast yeah shit gets shown first and that's that is one good thing but it's one of those things too where a lot of people don't use functions that they've designed to help that they won't mute they won't you know mute hashtags mute phrases mute words and this is one of those things where it's, it's, it's twofold you know, it's one of those things where people feel like 
i use the hashtag but there are people that are complete assholes that will live tweet shows and don't use hashtags now that is a different story i guess in my opinion i don't give a fuck either way i just stay off twitter if it's that important to me because it's not true if it's, it's that not safe yeah. and I, everybody's so entitled and they think the fucking social media experience is supposed to be completely tailored to them right people do what the fuck they want with their feeds and that's it there was a story this morning some girl I, either she made it up or it happened either way it was hilarious about uh going to florida and a stripper and all this shit and someone was hit and and so i was like what happened someone sent me the link to the story file and i did those retweets where i was like oh damn or something like that you know and the person hit me up with like 40 followers like you should really take that down because you don't know people might really shame that person or something and i was like you know what fuck no no I, it's my feed you right. do what the fuck you want if maybe you don't want to follow me no more it's like well you have twelve thousand followers you should understand no mm-hmm. i don't understand leave me the fuck alone i didn't say hey guys look at this fat ugly bitch come talk shit about it oh, i didn't Lord. do anything like that i retweeted a story that was already viral and trending around the united states and the world but somehow that shit was my fault man get the fuck out of here stop being so entitled to someone else's fucking social media feed i don't go in nina's page to tell her to put cheese on her chili because i understand <laughs> anyway day walking emil right saying hello karen riding guest how many brothers fell victim to the streets rest in peace young nigga there's a heaven for a g be a lie if i told you that i never thought of death my nigga we lost the we the last ones left rest in peace glenn Ree. i re- i rewatched the episode and i don't know if it was hindsight but they were foreshadowing glenn's demise all through the episode the episode opens on him running hard followed by snapping nicholas out of space outs numerous times then that final call to rick on the radio i should have known that this was the writer's way of having glenn say goodbye it was telling that he took herschel's pocket watch out to look at it alternatively he could still be alive the theory being that when they hit the ground he was under nicholas it seems highly unlikely but i'm the type of person that holding out hope that ned stark is still actually still alive oh man you need to Ooh, okay that first second season first first yeah uh with glenn dead most of the original group is gone if you count the original group of the original convoy plus the farm then there's only rick carol daryl maggie and carl left you can count judith if you're an anti-choicer who thinks life begins at conception <laughs> <laughs> then there's rick i love the way andrew lincoln acted that final scene you can feel his desperation as he tries to start the rv let it be known that the wolves coming in shooting up the rv is a direct consequence of Moore's fucked up catch and release policy if he had if he had followed woke carol's lead those guys would have been dead even worse the fact that dude even had a gun was morgan's fault no morgan wolves lives do not matter it looks like (laughs) next week's episode will feature morgan's backstory so we will see his transformation find out why he's a pacifist in the z-pock loving the episode reviews thanks like like i said fuck morgan right i agree uh walking dead is glenn dead this is from ninja monkey aquariums first off thanks for the best walking dead podcast period you and miss karen make me laugh out loud while cleaning customers aquariums which is not very ninja like <laughs> last week i wrote in and was convinced enid was a wolf and being completely wrong i guess i just didn't trust her this week's show was great and moved very quickly you had a sense of dread from the moment the episode started after rick talks to his people about not stopping for anyone you knew someone was going to screw up i have two questions one if they are such a good team and both michonne and carol have used the zombie guts trick why isn't that the go-to move for all the zombie killing outings 
real talk i would be the stank ass dude in the corner with some fish wander wander with some fish waders and a full hooded raincoat covered head to toe and toe in zombie stank Aww. that's a good point number two is glenn really dead he wasn't on the talking dead every major death gets an afterlife on the talking dead well what's funny is people keep saying that nick wasn't on the talking dead either right they said they didn't want they didn't have anybody or purposely didn't have anybody yeah but i'm just saying because they were being fucking weird about it right like even saying that was fucking weird but Mm -hmm. they could have at least had nick on there right we know it's somebody nick part of the guts period yeah we know know and he shot himself in the fucking head so he's gone yeah so they they could have at least had that dude on there but maybe they didn't want any questions right every major death gets an afterlife on the talking dead where we all feel sorry for them and hope they get a marvel movie or star wars franchise is a thank you from all of us glenn wasn't into talking dead after life if we keep it only from the show to give us clues the worst sidekick ever looked like he landed on glenn so maybe glenn is freaking out but he's actually but he isn't actually being eaten i know it's a long shot but i really like glenn i hate how this show punishes characters for believing in others outside the group thanks y'all love the show well uh we'll see we'll see in a couple weeks i don't think we'll see next week but i mean my 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 textbook answer is pretty much we'll see how they write themselves out of it and if they write something that is fun and and entertaining then it'll be cool if yeah nick nick came out and said he that we will have an answer within the next five episodes yeah so all you guys gotta do is hold over to like february and you'll know right after the super bowl uh i mean now actually i think this will be december or something will be mm-hmm. the fifth episode. so we'll know before yeah it'll be the um the mid-season finale yeah okay um walking dead season six episode three from adrian she writes hello rod karen and guests first i live i live for karen's thank you sweetie after i write in gives me a little chair <laughs> now on to my walking dead comments sturgis was another carter alexandra is full of naysayers naysayers and he died already mm-hmm. this show really has a thing against small animals poor little star bunnies <laughs> i love the callbacks the show is doing this season i.e glenn calling rick dumbass which targets back to early season one how many people did nicholas and aiden leave behind given how many folks must have never come back from those runs i'm surprised people joined their crew right well they well they will come back and be like those cowards people will go out with them like yeah i'm not a coward i got your back and then it's like oh wait you guys are the cowards oh boy discussion point well that's what happened discussion point rick's running with his wound when you run you increase your heart rate and how fast blood is pumping rick had was literally pumping blood out of his wound when he was running that's gotta suck I guess at the herd that showed up when Michonne and Alexandria's were leaving the pet shop, I can't believe the group burst out of the pet store like that. They lost a lot of people on this run. I figured the red shirt Alexandrians would die, but I was not expecting Glenn's death. Poor Maggie. She has lost so many people lately. That's exactly what uh Donnie was saying. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised Rick ran into the wolves, but I was surprised that Michonne Heath and the guy shot in the leg did not. Scott. <clears throat> did you ever have conversations about who is going to be safe on the next episode my family does after the show we had a bunch of conversation about whether glenn is really dead or not i'm sure you discussed this but do you think glenn survived in some quirk of fate or do you think he is dead i personally listen my personal belief is with the way they shot it 
i would be happier if he was dead because the way he's gotten by the, the biggest pass on being a pacifist but also because um they shot it so fucked up like so ambiguous that i think the funner thing for me would be everyone for weeks being like he's not dead and then coming back and he is because if he isn't dead it it's almost like the show is predictable you know what i mean like if he isn't dead it's almost like all the people who are saying he isn't dead are saying i don't think he's dead because the show is so easy to see through at this point which you know Mm -hmm. which might mean that they've done this a couple times too many you know like i think this is one of those things where you can get away with it very rarely but it's very once you start like once a season somebody is going completely uh impossible and and coming out on top i think you started to get people like oh they just don't kill they're just not gonna kill this person you know so that's my guess i don't know uh honestly i thought he was dead until the talking dead came on well there you go worked so hard to say that he was without saying he was that now i'm convinced he's not do you think rick is getting out of that predicament of stuck in an rv with no door with a large herd of zombies or is he done in i for one am not giving up hope that glenn is still alive and i'm certain rick gets out of that predicament have a great weekend yeah i'm assuming that rick's alive is anybody assuming rick died or was gonna die no rick rick donnie donnie you eating peace over there he can't die rick won't die he's the star of the show all right you better not be eating fucking pizza or watching football that's all i know (laughs) twd thank you from Derek, rod and karen thank you for doing your day walking feedback i look forward to it and them thrones after every show here's my feedback for the third installment rick was right they are too weak to make it in this world are the alexandrians really this stupid or victims of bad writing sturgis shot dude with friendly fire basically dooming him uh black guy of course uh yeah he shot that (laughs) he shot that black dude right in the leg it's like the bullets i think i don't think white people are racist i just think bullets magically seek they're racist they seek black people ah purposely the guy who was scared and wanted to stay but put in but was in the walker's lap getting his throat out how the f does that even happen rick took care of the wolf with a gun the black one that jumped on his back as well as the three crouched down outside the rv lol why didn't michonne put that guy on the fence getting chopped oh out of his oh why did she basically kill him i don't know i thought about that too like why don't y'all kill him instead of letting him just get bit to death she stabbed her in the head she stabbed that dude in the head yes she did okay i missed that i know she stabbed a dude that got bit by the walker in the woods in the head yeah she stabbed that dude in the head. oh oh yeah oh wrong person the one through the fence yeah the oh, one on the fence I, I think they all watched him yeah they did mm yeah because it was one of like what were you gonna do when you were wasting time they could have them push the fence nah, over it, it would have took a second to kill him what if they would have just been like like as he was dying and he was like oh i'm dying they would have been like cracker and they just walked off everybody oh, was like oh my god they was racist, racist the whole time racist. black people can be racist too that would have been see if you want a cliffhanger walking <laughs> dead <laughs> Why don't you write that in there, Greg Nicotaro? No, I disagree. I guarantee you'll be trending number one worldwide. Yes, if you, you do that. with a bunch of anchor people. Everybody on on hashtag Daywalking will be like, good. And then everybody on just the the Walking Dead hashtag will be like, my lord. Ah. This is why we flipped their desk. Oh lord. Um so yeah why didn't michonne put the, okay kind of convenient that the zombies in the closet waited so long for the noise in that pet shop yeah i think maybe they heard the gunshots outside mm-hmm. glenn is not dead y'all the writers are trying to make us think 
they are man there's a lot of glenn truthers uh the writers are trying to make us think they are going game of thrones hard but he is under dickless who who's getting chopped he made a statement about it too 16 minutes and 20 seconds in he said if i get trapped i'll find a way to signal y'all that i'm okay he's under the dumpster although i have no idea how he's going to get out some well he wasn't under the dumpster on the, the scene Mm-mm. where the last closing scene they showed to him he was he, not under you the can dumpster. see his face he hadn't made it under the dumpster at that time no. now he might that dumpster did have a big ass gap under it so i did go back and pause it to see someone will have to cause a really big distraction to get that many walkers t- from him though excellent show and season so far can't wait to see morgan's cheese make a backstory next week as always can't wait to hear y'all spin on this one mvp glenn for hanging out with dickless and letting him lead the group down a dead end <laughs> that's the least valuable player most likely to die next the brother that got shot by sturgis maybe you die of infection from that dirty ass water they walked through Aww. jordan writes in and says why glenn has to be dead man a lot of y'all races against asian people this week hey rod and karen <laughs> i've been dying to write in but didn't want to bore you with my neediness but this last episode begs a few glenn a few things glenn is dead he has to be if he isn't then this show has lost any credibility they built up i can suspend disbelief for assassin's creed but the idea that glenn would uh assassin's creed carol but the idea that glenn would just slide underneath all those zombies find his way back safely and survive later on is beyond belief this three episode arc has a few common things the cost of patience mercy and understanding and the realization that a long long life is not guaranteed to this to this who to those who do nothing slash the right thing <clears throat> if you remember enid going full master shredder on that turtle it <laughs> it oh. gives you a, a reference in some cultures turtles represent patience and long life the savage death is proof that the alexandrians who are sitting safely in their shell are still vulnerable to those who are tempted to survive or scary enough just thrive in this world will making will make them pray oh i didn't even get that symbolism i guess that's uh that's definitely one way to look at it uh maybe i'm gonna start looking at things deep like that not me see the side see the reason that that they were stuck on top of a dumpster is because glenn and nick are trash see what i'm saying they some (laughs) trash ass individuals dog they garbage also worth worth noting is the cost of patience for the people who thought they would just ride out the apocalypse they're all gone this is the world now even if you start growing things if you start protecting yourself you have to be doing so with the realization that the world is what it is and will not be going back hence why enid is alive jss surviving and living are different and truly every time rick's group has tried to quote unquote live they have paid severe costs at the prison when michelle daryl and michelle stopped hunting the governor even in season one when they let down their guard and thought they could live at the cdc they almost get blown up living isn't an option surviving is which brings us to glenn he has grown stronger smarter faster hell he has taken whatever steroids rick cruz takes but he has done so with the belief that he will settle down and have a happy and easy family life at some point never killing a person always giving second chances mercy has a price and it's his life glenn died because i assume this upcoming week we will learn that morgan had to kill because he uh much like the rest accepted that rick was right if you are going to survive and protect those you love you will have to remove your belief in mercy it may hurt but it has to go away love y'all 
Morgan didn't kill nobody. Yeah. Uh, if Morgan, he didn't kill that guy. Yeah, if I find mm-hmm. out that motherfucker didn't kill that person, man, like, he, he next on my shit list, bro. Yes. I'm serious. That, like, he said sorry, and then it was like a thwack, but it wasn't a gushy thwack, you know? Yeah, there, there was no point. I mean, there was, that staff from looking at it doesn't look like it kill anybody. Mm-hmm. But knock him out, it could. And then he grabbed that little blue bag. Like, yeah, what's that black like, for? What the hell's the blue bag? Hmm. This is what I keep my rope in, Rick. Um, mm, you better have killed that boy. Yeah, uh, Morgan. I'm gonna miss Lenny James though. He can act. We have, you ever seen Lenny James talk in real life? He's like English and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's British. Yeah, like. Well, I told those. So chap. is um Maggie is too. Mm-hmm and oh so it, all of them are right now that i think about it, rick is british they're all yep. british I, I wonder if you think glenn is british no oh hey they got asian people in over there man i'm just saying well no i i've seen i saw glenn at um, oh. wizard world and I, I a few of them i saw at wizard world they they're normal oh. <laughs> what if they're, he, okay. they're normal what if he had <laughs> what if he had like a really bad stereotypical broken english chinese accent but when he acted he had perfect english like that would be amazing yeah, I'm not gonna do it because it's offensive, but you guys know what I mean. <laughs> <coughs> they walking. Hi, Rod and Karen is from Patrice W. Is that, is TDW, is TWD trying to kill us? Three episodes of my heart about to jump out my chest. Don't know if I could take anymore. Other than Heath and maybe Jesse, the other people, Alexandra are useless and not worth a shit. Well, Aaron, right? Aaron the beast, yeah. Sam, he good at hiding uh morgan's passive ass not wanting to kill people almost got rick killed i haven't totally thrown the towel in on morgan but i it won't take much more not sure how rick is going to get away from all those walkers i'm glad that he got to see right away that michonne was trying to what michonne was trying to tell him if you ain't never been covered in blood that may or may not be yours you don't know nothing about in these streets (laughs) about being out in these streets is i hope that glenn isn't dead at least not because of nicholas punk ass right don't know how he could get away from those walkers although i think it was nicholas guts that we saw maybe glenn could have gotten under that dumpster but for now i'm leaning i'm trying i'm going to lean that to the dead glenn side yeah i like i said either way like i i think i was more angry when i first saw it but i feel like either way the show's reached like a new quote-unquote low in integrity with the teasing of it not the not the actual storytelling but just the whole like oh guys what are we doing you know what i'm saying i i think it would have been cooler to just play it more coy you know what i mean but they're totally teasing this thing up um so i hope whatever i hope the payoff is worth it maybe the payoff will be so good i'll just be like i don't care what they do you know we'll see i guess the walking dead heard enough of people saying they keep killing off the black guys the only three who made it back to alexandria so far were michonne heath and scott side note i want ron to die i think enid is part of the wolves love the show can't wait to hear the recap all right i don't think enid's part of the wolves i'm sorry uh, i've never thought she was part of the wolves i just didn't trust that bitch okay i'll clearly have you on tape saying you thought he's part of the wolves uh episode <laughs> episode 1061 comply or die oh wait this is just regular feedback let me move this to the regular feedback pal we'll, oh. get, we'll get to this uh <laughs> wrong folder saturday sorry about that we got so much feedback from they walk we got four left we're almost done uh jamel writes in uh sub queen karen and big rod shout out to donnie <clears throat> indentured serving the nina perez and podcast fandom oh lord so quick question for donnie is nina a what 
is nina a biatch to you in real life like she pretends to be on the podcast no disrespect i got a question yeah. is this uh me, me and nina are real that's yeah. all i gotta say we're real mm-hmm Donnie, Donnie that's why we've it. been we've been, people have been telling us for years that we just need to do like a uh just put cameras around the house and record us day in and day out and we'd be freaking millionaires mm. all right i watch that shit well i don't know how she's gonna feel about him saying she's being a bitch to you but okay uh <laughs> she's in the chat she let's wait for her to comment <laughs> yeah i just i'm that's not my question nina and i'm not co-signing it i mm-hmm. think you're a very lovely person i love you nina and uh there you go please don't beat donnie for this okay on to my <laughs> brief comments i'm a huge fan of the walking dead and fear the walking dead i will consume any and all content related to the walking dead to try to make it a whole week until the next episode by saturday i really am at the end of my rope for waiting with that being said i came across a lot of podcasts but the blackout tips and podcast fandom are by far the two best head and shoulders above the rest shout out to john and his random movie quotes and entertainment trivia with that being said what the fuck is going on with this episode i died a little inside when i saw glenn laying there crying hell of an acting job (laughs) that is true that motherfucker was crying like shit can anybody tell me why in the hell did daryl turn back around at the end and go back to sasha and mother dick after (laughs) after he heard the gunshot over the walkie-talkie i would think that is the reason to keep going to see if your friend was shot oh well it's so hard to say goodbye to glenn sky jammer thank you right now and anita said in the chat room her answer is yes yes i am okay all right there you go um hashtag they walking stay start some damn forest fire said charles (laughs) (laughs) hey rod and karen and donnie love the show been listening for about a year now the blackout tips and balls d sports are my weekly highlights your walking dead and game of thrones recaps are pure gold also thank you for putting the word onto groupie tales and hating ass terrell jones with his abandonment issues (laughs) (laughs) gotta say this week's episode of the walking dead was so emotionally intense great dialogue and i love when they get inside the character's head the way they did with nathaniel with his old bitch ass oh lord this week this season has surprised me with how good it's been i thought they'd rush right into the world storyline but they haven't and i think it's laid the foundation for a more interesting plot specifically i think a lot of what has been going on the last few episodes has really called into question rick's leadership i've been on team rick from day one but i'm starting to think that he might be the best general he may not be the one you want to make the decisions and it seems every even his own crew thinks that in last season we saw rick pull some pretty foul shit in this episode saw michonne glenn and daryl all second guessing his decisions i think it's going to really cause some tension in alexandria because as bad as he may be there's not really anyone else who can step up besides deanna and she's not up to the task especially when the wolves shit starts to pop off had they rushed into the inevitable wolves war i didn't think this would have been such a good deal but it is pretty fascinating uh i think rick's leadership is when is rick rick hasn't been wrong yeah i think he said comes true he's not wrong right i think rick's the best leader um of all the possible choices uh maybe michonne would be a better leader but everybody goes through their shit is what people aren't realizing and there's been times when any of them would have been a bad leader right you know there's been times when michonne was off doing her own thing like fuck this group you know uh, and she came back when she got shot she's like oh, i got shot by the governor okay I, y'all can help me you know um 
rick has lost his wife he's gone he crazy mind, yeah heard the phone like he's seeing ghosts yeah he's almost been eaten he's i mean rick to me is a guy who's just like i said he's pragmatic now he's just like i'm done giving fucking rallying speeches do what the fuck i say or you're gonna die i'm not gonna kill you but you're gonna die because you don't know what the fuck you're doing and i do and sometimes as a leader that's just the way you have to do you have to tell people to follow your <clears throat> advice or sink or swim that's it still this show is proven time and time again the people who are reasonable and less militant in their leadership die that's what i'm saying reg herschel dale so maybe rick's way is the only way to survive in this world it's one of the ways but none of the ways are nice Mm-mm. but my biggest takeaway from this season is can we please stay out of the woods i swear zombies looking behind a tree are causing half of the deaths on this damn show (laughs) and you would think people would get the point by now it's been 500 something days since the outbreak and another 800 since bobby schmurter got locked up (laughs) well technically it's only been like 313 days uh 314 i mean um yeah so um you think somebody would have got the memo that the woods are a no-go zone i was there if i was there i'd be on some fuck smoking the bear shit i'd burn that shit to the ground that or get my ass to oklahoma anyway sorry for the long ass email just want to throw some thoughts out there love to show kill the good work um all right two more cecil writes in uh this episode was nerve-wracking and emotional i felt like any and everyone was gonna die i love this episode a few observations dr dre can't really be that upset at rick for saying leave them behind if they can't keep up as soon as he said that they started dying alexandrians are the worst i may be playing the results but why did michonne open <laughs> this dude's spelling everybody's name wrong anyway why why did michonne open that door it was secure felt like she was smarter than that which door the door with the banging ass zombies oh she had to because that was gonna draw the rest of them in and lock them in there yeah i don't know which door you're talking about man. or did they open the door with the open had open the door to get out yeah i don't know it's tough knowing that glenn's death could have prevented uh, could have been prevented if he would have just killed that dude after he fucked up multiple times in the zombie apocalypse you can't show compassion towards someone who could get you or your crew killed man he tried to kill glenn i'm sorry man i remember the last episode of the last season being so fucking livid about that but i guess enough time passed over the summer that i forgot how mad i was at glenn about that but when he died i i immediately felt joy in my heart was i was like, like yeah i was like oh that is right you should have killed him why you can't just keep ah uh, don't do that it's like staying friends with racists on facebook don't do it <laughs> unfriend them i would i wonder how maggie would deal with it if she'll even accept that he's dead there's no way for her to know for sure that glenn is dead people thinking glenn is still alive is ridiculous love the show i do not think people are being ridiculous Mm -hmm. i think the show is being ambiguous on purpose and they want people to be totally in one camp or totally in the other Mm -hmm. i think it could go either way and the show in like i just feel like the show's integrity is gonna always be a little questionable from this point on because they are purposely playing it for something bigger than the story right in my opinion um it would be like to me it would be like if the wire ended with omar like not dying like if they were just like maybe he died maybe he didn't you know what i mean where you're like okay that's that doesn't fit the rest of the way you tell these stories typically even when you have these miraculous saves it's not played for like 
you know let's take a poll on the talking dead and we're not gonna right. have the actor here and we're not you know like typically they're just like here's the way it happened on the show now here's the fallout talk about it you know right so this is definitely a new bar that they've set whether you consider that high or low just all up to you uh last email uh from eve she says walking dead feedback hello rod karen and donnie there's so many things i could say about this episode first of all i enjoyed all the instant karma as far as the alexandrians uh getting killed as soon as they uh started talking shit that was pretty awesome i love the way michonne read heath for filth me too favorite part of the episode watched it three times all that talking under his breath and throwing shade was getting on my nerves michonne talking to heath like a black mama talks to her teenager who thinks they are grown in front of his friends and embarrasses the hell out of him he needed to hear that because he was thinking because he went through on a few runs for alexandria he knew what it was like to survive in the shit right because he could always come back like they they there was no coming back when they was out there they was goddamn out there the only thing um missing was him saying uh you know listen woman that's the only thing missing <clears throat> that dude knew he had a place to lay his head when he went on those runs rick's team didn't they were eating dogs dogs right that's what i was hoping michelle would be like you ever ate dogs huh or you- neck <laughs> right 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 do you even do Ooh. your own hair look at my hair look at yours uh what i didn't I use shea butter what do you use what i didn't like about this episode is how disappointed i am in morgan's character if rick wasn't the badass he was those wolves would have killed him those were the same damn wolves morgan let live and then glenn i screamed and cried and then screamed some more it felt like an old friend died a lot of people are claiming he's not dead and i would love for it to be so but i'm not sure how the writers are gonna pull that off if he's alive i don't appreciate the writers playing with my emotions like that just for the sakes of keeping me watching i'd watch regardless because i love the show so much they didn't have to do that to a sister regardless of the outcome i love the walking dead and will not give up on it still a great show yeah i was so mad at the teasing i remember watching the talking dead being like i don't even know if i want to review this fucking show anymore because it's so like it's just it's so corny to tease it the way to the level they're teasing it like it's such a like blatant like slap like just look <laughs> look what we're doing america like i get it man you don't gotta touch spike the touchdown on this dog well i'm telling you it'll be <coughs> karen and a guest because fuck yep. that i'm gonna review the show yeah i like but you gotta you gotta think of it like it's kind of brilliant because it's got people talking it's some shit like game of thrones would do it but it's got people talking for a whole fucking week yeah of just just conversation people are just like throwing different scenarios up like constantly every day there's another there's somebody's article coming up oh no this is what could happen this just theories beyond theories and oh i i, I definitely it. agree but that's also a step the show didn't have to take because it's already the highest rated show on cable and it's and it feels kind of crass you know it like it takes you out of the quote-unquote reality that they're spinning which you know which is totally their right for the record but it's also my right to be a little bit like skeeved out by it like oh you know because i feel like this is the show for me that i've enjoyed as much as breaking bad you know what i'm saying where i they don't need to do that because they spend such a good yarn every week the show is is good enough to do it without that but this is the thing they felt they needed to do so it you know it is what it is i i get both sides of it i get the people who are like this is whack and i get the people that are like i fucking love this keep doing it 
but uh this could be a jump the shark moment like if they what if we're, if we're doing this like a couple times a season i think people will get fed up eventually uh we'll see how many times they go back to this uh tactic um i like that this episode showed us how decisions can come back to haunt us in the long run or immediately in the case of morgan letting the wolves go and glenn not killing nicholas when he had the chance or at the very least telling his crew what nicholas did oh and how sturgis ran away like a punk despite the glenn thing i really enjoyed it this season has started out with a bang and i can't wait to see what happens next eve thank you so much everybody for your feedback yes donnie uh thank you so much for coming on the show man thank you no thank you this was fun so anytime you guys want me to come back i'll come back no problem man are you are you over there eating pizza right now not yet i I, pizza guy did deliver while we were recording okay and are you watching football because i feel like okay i was just checking uh all right man (laughs) um make sure you check out donnie uh you know on on twitter on not twitter on facebook uh donnie bow b-a-u uh donald bow uh, uh you can also see him on uh uh you can uh listen to him on po- podcast fandom mm-hmm. where he's reviewing uh let's see the flash the walking dead uh are y'all still are you still reviewing empire uh i don't do empire nina does um, okay. the only ones i do in the summertime i do the fear of the walking dead and humans there you go uh so make sure you check out his work there he'll be there eating and watching football and mm-hmm. uh, getting yelled at getting yelled at which is what do. <laughs> check out uh uh all your uh nightmares on itunes uh the audio play album from shadow Out productions and check out bevel get bevel.com uh we'll be back saturday for our feedback show uh balls sports is friday and then sunday we have a guest uh from the comedy outliers mike brown who now has a new website series out called can't stop won't stop oh, they're good which too. is hilarious i've been trying to spread the word on social media you guys should all check that out Uh, We'll talk to you guys then. Until then, love you. I love you too. Mwah.